0: And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is Friday, August 24th.
1: Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, the Montgomery County District Attorney's Office is investigating the homicide of a 36-year-old woman who authorities say was strangled in her Lower Marion apartment. Police and detectives with the DA's office were at the condo complex in the 100 block of Sibley Avenue Thursday afternoon as an officer guarded the entrance of the building. Investigators said they were called to the home Wednesday night about 9.15 for a welfare check and found Christina Carlin Kraft dead in the bedroom. Kraft was a model who, according to a booking page, credits herself with a tasteful photo shoot for Playboy that was beyond Hollywood glamour. An autopsy was performed by the Montgomery County Coroner's Office, which determined her cause of death was strangulation, and the manner of the death was homicide. 6ABC reported that a source said Kraft reported having items stolen from her home a few days ago. Mm. Police executed a search warrant in southwest Philadelphia yesterday and said that they recovered some of her belongings, including jewelry and handbags, It's not clear if this is connected to the homicide or not. Police have not announced any arrests, but officials said people who live in the area should not be concerned. Anyone with information is asked to contact the Lower Marion Police Department or the Montgomery County Detectives Bureau. The Iowa college student who was allegedly abducted by a uh, stranger while running last month in a small town was stabbed to death, investigators announced Thursday. Preliminary autopsy results from the state medical examiner's office determined that 20-year-old Molly Tibbetts was the victim of a homicide who died from multiple sharp force injuries, the Division of Criminal Investigation announced in a news release. The man charged with first-degree murder in Tibbetts' death, Christian Behana Rivera, allegedly led investigators to her body early Tuesday in a cornfield outside of Brooklyn, Iowa, the town where the university. City of Iowa psychology major le- was last seen one month prior. Prosecutors allege that Rivera abducted Tibbetts while she was out for an evening run on July 18th, killed her, and disposed of her body in the secluded location. A criminal complaint alleges that Rivera confessed during a lengthy interrogation that began Monday to following Tibbetts in her car, getting out on foot and chasing her. Rivera told investigators that he panicked after Tibbetts threatened to call police on her cell phone. He backed out and uh, he blacked out, sorry, and later uh, came to when he was unloading her bloody body from the trunk of his car, it says. Rivera worked for the last four years at a dairy farm a few miles where Tibbetts was last seen. He and Tibbetts had no known connection other than that Rivera allegedly told investigators that he saw her running previously. Rivera, a native of Mexico who is uh, suspected of being in the United States illegally, made his initial court appearance Wednesday and is being jailed on a $5 million cash-only bond. He faces life in prison without the possibility of parole if convicted.
3: They say this town is very small so that everyone knew her. And it was like everyone's daughter. So they're just devastated.
2: You know what I was thinking in this, too? Um, I, and I don't know, and I haven't heard if she was running the same route, but how they say if you exercise every day and you, you, you do the exact same routine, that you should change it up. You're
3: right. You're exactly right. And it's, yeah. it, it's just it's just a good procedure to follow, you know, just in general. Change things up a bit.
2: Remains found in a 12-year-old kidnapping case have been positively identified. Shamari Taylor was the son of the late representative John Myers. Taylor was last seen on the 7600 block of Woodbine in Overbrook Park on August 26th of 2006. That night, up to 10 masked men abducted him and his girlfriend, who would soon uh, be released. Taylor was never seen again. The day after the abduction, two men went to Taylor's mother's home, where they shot both his mother and sister in the head. They survived. Several days later, Taylor's cousin was raped and robbed. The crimes have never been solved. Then this week, police recovered remains in a lot in North Philadelphia. Authorities have always said they believe the abduction was drug-related. No one was ever successfully prosecuted in the case. Kenneth Tuck was tried twice on kidnapping and other offenses. In 2007, the jury was unable to reach a verdict. In 2008, he was acquitted of all charges. Police said they will pursue new leads and they will work to bring Taylor's killer or killers to justice. There is no statute of limitations on homicide. In sports this morning.
1: Ball sacks are yummy.
2: And Nola outdueled Max Scherzer. Odubel Herrera hit a two-run home run in the seventh inning, and the Phillies beat the Nationals 2-0 yeah, hey, yesterday nah. afternoon in Washington. Nola, who improved to 15-3, and three, was better than the three-time Cy Young Award winner, allowing five hits and one walk. Nola struck out nine and finished the day with a 2.13 ERA, the exact same as Scherzer, along with Mets pitcher Jacob deGrom. They are considered the top candidates for the National League Cy Young this season. The win ended a four-game losing streak for the Phils, who are on the road this weekend with a series in Toronto against the Blue Jays. Jake Arietta gets the start. Game time is at 7.07. Nick Foles threw two interceptions in the first half of the Eagles' offensive Offense struggled again as they were beaten 5 0 by the Browns in Cleveland. Foles completed 13. What the- <laughs> Of 17 <laughs> passes for 127 yards, but he threw the picks and was sacked three times, stripped for a fumble and down for a safety. They have only two weeks until their opening game against the Atlanta Falcons. The NBA's Board of Governors are expected to pass rule changes for the upcoming season that include resetting the, the shot clock after an offensive rebound to 14 seconds from 24, simplifying the clear path foul rule and expanding the definition of the hostile act to create more instant replays. The board will vote on the three rule changes in a September meeting and needs two-thirds majority to pass the legislation. The NBA believes that resetting the shot clock to 14 seconds after offensive rebounds will increase shot attempts, especially at the end of close games. And the Eagles are still the Super Bowl champ. And that's what I have for you this morning.
1: All right, thanks a bunch, Kathy. Good morning. Welcome to a Friday with the President and Steve Show. We had a great time last night. We may have to uh, recap a little bit of that from our uh, Kathy's Bitch Box event and the Zeta-Eta-Pi sorority. The induction ceremony. So fun. It was a great time.
3: Wasn't it was not it? it was a busy week this week. We the Alpha Bravo Kanan thing on the, on Monday night, and then that last night. But yeah. what a beautiful night. Yeah, how about Harris, man? Oh, it was awesome. Wow. Uh They
1: they did up this room. It's called uh, the the, uh, block. the block, and it's a it's a concert venue basically. It's rolling. And they really went over the top as far as decorating went, and we were very, very impressed with it. It almost
3: I, looked like a, like a like a James Bond villain's lair, where yeah. it's this huge room with a couple of tables. But but it, it just it was really cool and warm, and everyone was having a great time. Yeah. It
2: was the first time I've ever been to Harris Chester or Harris Philadelphia. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, that's the first time I've ever been. It's there. Big, isn't it? Yeah, it is yeah. great. And um, so yeah, I got pictures of the room from uh, our promotions department before we got there, and then I walked in and I was like. A little girl on her like sweet sixteen. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! It's, look at those people. It's all for me.
3: You were the queen <laughs> of the I'm ball, huge. and then uh, but they'd done up they ate a pie in balloons, and they had uh, you know there was just all sorts of little flourishes that they did that really filled the room. Oh up.
2: my god! They, and listen. For somebody who likes to plan, you yeah, know, yeah. events like this, like they had pink tablecloths, they had pink pillows, they had <laughs> yeah. pink candles, they had these awesome balloons. Like it was they did a really, really nice job. And
1: the attendees were blown away. Good. Yeah, good. we had a really good time. So we'll uh we'll relive a little bit of that later on if we have some time. Uh, otherwise, we have some guests on our program. We are going to have uh, Dan Soder, yeah, uh, who's going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight and Saturday, stopping by. Uh, then we have comedian Ian Bag, who will be here, and he's going to be a punchline. And then a little bit later on, uh, Deborah Messing, yeah. Deborah Messing, Nick yeah. would
4: not shut up about trying to get <laughs> so her exciting. on. Get her uh, on. Yeah.
2: He was trying for in studio, yeah, but- yeah.
1: yeah.
5: I'll be okay. He's never okay. liked Deborah Best. <laughs> I
6: love
4: her. I've, uh,
1: I do too.
5: I've reached a point where I just, uh, it's not that I hate her. I yeah. just don't care anymore. Understood. Yeah. Uh, you let like, it go. But yeah. I, I've heard um, from more than one person that she's an incredibly nice person. I just don't like her as an actress. That's all. So I like gotcha. you know, it It's not going to bother me, and I'm not going to lose any sleep over it.
1: So she will be on to promote the movie Searching, which is uh, opening up next week. So we'll talk to Deborah a little bit later on today. And uh, I'm sure whatever we have left over as far as giveaways uh, have to be uh, gotten rid of today. Yeah. So You'll have a chance to win some stuff, uh, stay with us through the course of the morning. Let's take a break, come back in a moment, and uh, Entertainment Report as well as a stupid question is on the way, so we'll be with you.
7: This 93.3 WMMR Audio on Demand
3: program returns after a brief word from our sponsors.
7: Hey, it's Preston. Listen,
1: when I want to relax, I go to Hand & Stone Massage Facial Spot. Listen, whether you want a rejuvenating massage or refreshing facial, Hand & Stone is the place to go. Introductory massages or facials start at just $59.95. Visit HandAndStone.com or one of their 50 locations in the Delaware Valley. Restrictions apply. See spot for details.
8: French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big-name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else?
3: Are you ready for love? If so, Stephen makes it easy hand-picking diamonds to create a stunning engagement ring that's guaranteed to take her breath away. Steven Singer Jewelers Real Love Experts at the other corner of 8th and Walnut or IHateStevenSinger.com.
1: Hey, gang, it's Preston. Listen, these days, you know how it is. You can get practically everything you want on demand. I mean, it's like our podcast. You listen whenever you want, when it's convenient for you. But did you know that you can even get postage on demand? Hey, all you need is stamps.com. What is that? Well, I'm here to tell you, friends, with stamps.com. You can access all the services of the post office and do it right from your desk. All available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You just click, you print, you mail, and you're done, my friend. Stamps.com will even send you a digital scale so you can weigh your letters and packages and print the exact amount of postage every single time. Here's what you got to do to get it all, gang. Right now, use Gadzooks for a special free offer. They have a four-week trial that includes postage and the digital scale. So don't wait on this. You want to check it out now. Go to Stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in the word Gadzooks. Once again, that's Stamps.com and enter Gadzooks. Check this out. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
9: Good housekeeping.
1: All right, let's do a stupid question. Give away a pair of tickets to see Tom Segura, who's gonna be at the Miriam Theater November sixteenth and seventeenth. Three shows. It's a ten o'clock show that's added on the seventeenth. Question that I have for you today is what movie brought us excuse me, the fictional rock band Loaded Diaper. (laughs) Two one five two six three WMMR. What film? brought us the fictional rock band Loaded Diaper. Call now, see if you know the answer. Today's birthdays, as we are awaiting your answer, Friday, August 24th, include Dave
3: Chappelle. Yes. And uh, Dave turns 45 years old today. He's uh, reached uh, comedy <laughs> legend status. His his stand-up is beyond uh, effortless and brilliant at the same time. Yeah,
4: mm. and and he surprised us last year or earlier this year by releasing like two comedy specials, yes, and nobody, back. yeah, nobody knew yeah. that they were coming. One was like a big theater one, and then the other one was just him sim- sitting down, kind of working some stuff out at some club in LA, which was wasn't as good, but I really did enjoy it. because you see the it was, process, yeah. Yeah, it was very introspective and everything.
1: Uh, we also have Rupert Grint. Yes. He played uh, Ron Weasley. I mean,
4: that sounds like a Harry Potter
1: name. I but, know. You know like, right.
3: That could be an actual Harry Potter name. Yep. He's good. He's uh, really good. I agree.
1: Uh, what kind of career will he have after Harry Potter? I mean, it's been over for a little while now, but he does some stuff from time. Probably know, a, a
3: multimillionaire, bit. right, from from just the Potter stuff. I would mm-hmm. think so. You would so. assume so, the, so. He's got that, but he's done some independent stuff yeah and i think he has i think he has legs as they say yeah. he's uh, celebrating his thirtieth today uh marley maitland yes
1: um shes her me. what <laughs> Uh, Answering Ma- her phone, Marley Maitland is uh, is deaf, of course, and, and uh, no one makes more fun of that or has
3: more fun with that than yeah. Marley Maitland. Now was she, she was nominated for an Oscar. She, she didn't win, did she? I think she won did for she Children of a Lesser God. Okay, yeah,
1: uh, yeah, and uh, she is uh, she's well respected and uh, great actress. She's fifty three years old
3: today. Craig Kilborn, yes, has his birthday. Craig's been here before. He was here, and we didn't know what to expect. Yeah. We had heard, uh, you know, in, in the original run of the Daily. She, uh, show he was the um you know uh, they said it was hard to work with you know yeah. he was nice enough and he was really nice he was yeah. good
1: yeah he's uh, 56 today
3: oh it's steve gutenberg's birthday oh, too hey. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> steve gutenberg uh, i you know diner he was great in that uh, that uh, original movie so i'm in the police academy movies i was just and he's the star of la valencia
1: oh my god i was just thinking about um uh, the police academy movies the other day i saw a story where there's a uh, police union that is uh Going to offer up money for civilians mm-hmm. who help out when uh, people are resisting yes. police. And I immediately thought of Citizens on
3: Patrol. Oh, citizens with David with Bobcat. Spade. <laughs> That's exactly Bobcat what Bobcat I thought, Yeah, of. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
4: also David Spade as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, you're uh, right. He was the little punk skateboarder in the beginning of that movie. You
1: are correct. Yeah, there were a few people that made uh, cameos that went on to do some things in
3: those Police
1: Academy movies. And
3: Police I, Academy movies, Preston, I think you'll agree, of that time, was right at the beginning of sort of junk food comedies, yeah, like that had a sensibility and a, and, a, and a sense of humor that yeah. was a different kind of sense of humor. Yeah,
1: it wasn't uh, it wasn't full on slapstick, although no. there was some involved. It yeah. wasn't quite to the level of
4: airplane and things like right, that, right, yeah. but it was really goofy, yeah, and yeah, fun, yeah. right? Know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that movie when I, and and part two. Part three, maybe, uh, but I did like uh, uh, part two. But he hit for a while. I mean, it was those. It was three men and, three a, baby. and a baby. Cocoon was another one.
3: Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen Diner? Uh, no, it's a, it, yeah. honestly, it's awesome. You have Mickey Rourke, who looks like he's nineteen years old in that. Right. You have um, Daniel Stern, uh, and uh, it's it's just a slice Is Kevin of Kevin Bacon junk? in that one. Kevin Bacon's in it. Yeah, yeah, because
4: uh, I played a lot of. Uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon back yeah. in the day, and and that was a that was you know there were a lot of people in that movie, and then Casey uh,
1: Short Circuit, exactly Johnny he, Number Five. He had uh, he had a string of very successful movies, and uh, then not so much. Yeah, uh, but Lava Lanchula,
3: Lava yeah. back, baby.
4: Uh-huh. Well, the, the, there was, and, a-
3: and it's two lava, two Lanchula was <laughs> that the second is one.
4: So dumb. <laughs> um, but so uh, Mission Impossible Fallout came out a couple of weeks ago, and people were making a big deal about the fact that. Tom Cruise was the same age in that movie as Wilford Brimley was in Cocoon. <laughs> oh, really? Oh my, yes. Okay. Right. It's the same exact age. Here we have a we have a clip. Uh, a
1: tip of the hat to Steve Gutenberg. Here we go. Who
0: holds back the electric car? Who makes Steve Guttenberg a star? <laughs> we
1: do. It's from The Simpsons. <laughs> we do. Take fish of their sight Who rigs
0: every Oscar
3: night We but who is the we they're referring it's to? This uh, s- secret organization. Okay. The Stonecutters. Like, like the Freemasons. Oh, okay. And I'm it's to uh, make Steven, <laughs> Steve Gutenberg a star. I think he's in Patrick Stewart, the high exalted oh, yeah. leader. <laughs> and now we eat ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Gutenberg
1: is 60 today. Actress Ann Archer. Uh, she was the wife in Fatal Attraction. She was the wife in Patriot Games. She was the wife in Clear and Present Danger and the wife in Rules of Engagement. Oddly
3: enough, she was not the wife in the Movie The Wife, really?
1: No, no. <laughs> uh, no. I always liked her. She's a um, she's a sexy older woman. She is. Yeah, she's seventy one years old today. Uh, it's Vince McMahon's birthday today. Wow.
3: Yeah. Head w- of an empire. WWE founder.
1: Uh, he is uh, seventy
3: three. Say years what you today. say what you will about him, Preston. Uh, you know, uh, our people who are critics. That guy knows how to train. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- you know, media-friendly, yeah. dynamic entertainers. No question. Uh, Cal Ripken
1: Jr. is 58 today. He was here in our studio. <laughs> we always go
5: over this. Yeah. Nick had uh, had kind of uh, offended him a little bit. Uh, I asked him a pointed question. A pointed question. Which he yeah. didn't care for. And it uh, uh, turns yeah. out I, I the question that I asked him was a legitimate one. He, he was grooved a uh, fastball in, in his last All-Star game, and he hit a home run. Yeah. Now, the point that he was making, which is also a valid one, is that uh, even if you know which pitch is coming, it's still not very easy to hit a home run. Yeah. Especially off an all-star pitcher. <laughs> so <And for> screw <laughs> you. what are you going to do? Not hit it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It was served up to him.
1: So so anyhow, he's uh, 58. He's one of the greatest of all time. Uh, Chad Michael Murray, actor, One Tree Hill, House Wax. Cinderella Legend. Story. He's Legend. 30, 37. And uh, then I saw this. This is a personal one. A guy named Ken Hensley. He's a singer and keyboardist of the band Uriah Heap. And the reason I bring this up is we used to, he he had a, he lived in St. Louis. Really? he owned a rehearsal space and my band, The Image. The Image would rehearse? We rehearse there a few times. Did he ever show up? Yeah, yeah, he was there. Yeah, he was there. Hey guys, what's going on? Oh, it, well, it was a big deal to us. Oh yeah, it of really course. Is. For Christ's sake. Uh, so he's uh, 73, and then the last birthday I saw is uh, Stephen Fry. Fry, uh, who? Fry, Fry. Uh, <laughs> he's an actor, an author, a presenter. He's very big in the UK. He was in V for Vendetta. Yes, he remember. was. He was a yes. TV presenter in that as well. He was
3: also. What was he also in? Um, yeah, it was in that, that that short-lived Joel McHale series about uh, kind of like an Eddie Bauer character. Okay. Uh, he's, uh, 62 today. So, thems, theirs, the birthdays that I got
1: for you today. Let's see if we can get an answer for this question. What movie brought us fictional rock band Loaded Diaper? Uh, 215-263-WMMR <laughs> is the number, and we shall go to Nicole for the answer. Hi, Nicole. Good morning. Good morning. All right, so do us a favor and tell us what movie gave us the fictional rock band Loaded Diaper? Diary of a Wimpy Kid. You are correct. <laughs> Hang on, Nicole. We got a prize for you. We are going to give you a pair of tickets as Live Nation presents the talented Tom Segura, the hilarious comedian with the new Netflix special, Mostly Stories. Tom's bringing three shows to the Merriam Theater, November 16th and 17th, with a 10 p.m. show on the 17th. Just added, you can get tickets at KimmelCenter.org or at the Kimmel Center box office. All right, we're going to begin with Ben Affleck. Uh, We had covered this. Steve got the breaking news yesterday that he had checked into rehab for the third time after Jennifer Garner staged an intervention. Uh, She left the 46 year olds home. In a Pacific Palisade, shaken and upset on Wednesday before returning with an unidentified woman. According to people, Garner was not happy that she had to stage an intervention, especially such a public one. But sources tell the magazine that she felt that it was a crisis situation. After staging the initial intervention, Garner drove the three of them to a rehab facility. On the way, photographers captured photos of Ben that showed uh, an upset, tearful man who is clearly struggling. Uh, they stopped for takeout from Jack in the Box on the way, as we said yesterday. You know, he
3: has one of those person, that particular picture, you know, when you see like people who are drunk or run down, he has that kind of look because he's got the bag in his hands and you, and you feel bad for Just him. beaten. But you also have to celebrate Jennifer Gardner. Here's, you know, Ben Affleck had, yeah. had cheated on her in the relationship and that caused the relationship to go, to go asunder. But she still loves him. He, she's, he's the father of their children. Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, going above and beyond to make sure he gets the treatment he needs. He, he lost a first prize with her man. oh my god he's just she's, I think he'll he'll uh, you know when everything comes more clearly in his life he'll live to regret that
1: yeah uh so all this comes a week after uh drama including his reported split from SNL producer Lindsay shookas and Shukas! and his appearance with 22 year old playboy model Shauna Sexton on various dates uh, and on Monday he was photographed accepting a big delivery of alcohol <laughs> But uh, Twitter's kind of been ripping on him a little bit. Um, Others as
3: Twitter, Twitter's very, very caring.
1: Yeah, but yeah, there's there's a lot of people that are saying like, poor Jennifer Garner still having to take care of Ben Affleck, though they are divorced. Women are women as giving tree rather than humans who get to carry on with their lives. Another wrote, "I'd love to be." Ben Affleck, third stint rehab, being driven there by a lovely ex-wife after having partied all week with a 22-year-old Playboy model after just having broken up with a beautiful TV producer. Where was that job advertised? I don't think so. No. I don't think Ben's that happy. Um, So anyhow, uh, the Malibu retreat that he checked in apparently focuses on substance abuse and mental health addiction programs include beach trips, horse-assisted therapy, and meditation as well. Uh, Horses,
3: other, yes. Others, <laughs> and they actually use that quite a bit. They yeah. use them a lot. Actually, they're... Whitney Cummings is is um, she's had issues in her life, and she got into that whole equestrian yeah. therapy thing, and yeah. apparently, it's made massive changes to her. My cousin, cousin does it. She
5: really, she is, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Preston, one of Susan's daughters, uh, Susan's okay. youngest daughter, yeah. and she's uh, she's trained. It's a really, and she does it, Steve, with ev- everything from uh, people who are uh, PTSD to yes. autistic kids. Um, it's equine therapy is a is legit field. Yeah.
1: Others wonder where this leaves the Batman franchise, though. Oh, really? I <laughs> people oh, care people about people that. care about
3: that stuff. <laughs> ha, ha, ha.
1: His his starring role has been called into question recently. As director Matt Reeves is reportedly eager to explore stories about a younger version of the character. Uh, he has played Batman and Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad, and Justice League. Uh the latter it says here
3: tanked when it opened in November. No. no tanked. It did not tank. It didn't tank. No, it it listen, it didn't it didn't do Marvel money. Right. It did It did a solid box
4: office. I'd like to see where it is now, you know, because then you get the international numbers and all that sort of stuff.
3: L- listen, it, it, there's no secret. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it wasn't what DC was hoping. But then they, they spent so much time out of the gate living in Batman world that they didn't develop a whole series mm-hmm. the way Marvel did, yeah. it, you know, parsing it out and then building. I like they, 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 they
4: rushed. Listen, they had to rush it. They that rushed said, the whole timeline, and yep, that's fine. But it made still uh, fun.
5: It made six hundred and fifteen million uh, dollars worldwide. That's okay. tanked, all right.
3: Uh, Reeves is uh, reportedly still working out the details of his current script for the Batman. I don't think we like. I like the fact that it wasn't again. You know, we don't need another origin. We, no, we yeah. don't. And We're I fine. do like the Frank Miller tortured Batman. Um, but whatever they do, just make it good. That's all I ask.
2: Just make it good.
3: Uh, the cast of The Big Bang Theory
1: is as sad as fans are that these shows ending, except perhaps Jim Parsons. Uh, Entertainment Weekly reports that he was the one who wanted to leave, prompting CBS, Warner Brothers TV and Chuck Lorre Productions to announce the conclusion of the show. Listen, it's been on for 12 years. They can they can wrap it up.
3: And I don't think he's being um, no. selfish here. No. They're, they're all very wealthy off of the series. They They have other projects. He has... A number of other projects, and and that's that's a good long run.
1: Yeah, he he won four Emmys and one Golden Globe. He and Johnny Galecki and Kaylee Cuoco, everybody on the, the main characters made nearly a million dollars per episode. Yeah, yeah, So they're they're doing fine. Uh, Cuoco, by the way, is one of the first to speak out on the show's ending. She said, "This has been a dream come true, and as life changing as it gets. Uh, no matter." When it was going to end, my heart would have always broken into drowning in tears. We promise to bring you the best season yet to the fans, our crew, families, Chuck Lorre, Warner Brothers, CBS, and everyone who has supported us for so many years. Thank you. Uh, we are going out with a bang.
3: And I guarantee you, Kaylee Cuoco will score something in short order. Oh, most definitely. She's, she's really good. Everyone on that show is really good. You think maybe they'll, they'll,
1: spend more time, head towards movies or something like I that? I think so. Mm-hmm.
3: You know what, though? You, if you watch the series and you watch the outtakes and things from the different series, and there's a whole bunch available now, uh, you talk about pressing that proverbial holy grail of the nine-to-five job equivalent in yeah. entertainment. This is it. Yeah. So, um, you know, that you're getting great money for work that you love, and they, they're good at it. I think she might look for another series.
1: Hey, who did Johnny Galecki play when he was a
3: kid? Was he, he, he was in? on uh, Roseanne. Yeah, he, was also, he was also on Christmas, Christmas Vacation. vacation. Christmas
1: vacation. He's the little boy. Oh, he was Russ? Yeah. Russ, yeah.
3: Okay. Russ. Uh, Alyssa
1: Milano defended the Me Too movement after one of its leading voices, Aja Argento, was accused of sexual assault. The 45-year-old opened up in a sit-down with ABC's Good Morning America uh, and said that people that have been abused can also be abusers, and that's a sad fact. Uh, but Milano said, Me Too will survive. I don't have any fears about the Me Too movement, she said. Uh, they can call this movement whatever they want. To me, what that only does is enable us to identify issues, the problems, and then discuss them, get them out in the open. Any
3: suggestion of a Who's the Boss reboot? Not in this particular interview. <laughs> oh, okay. It probably would have been in- inappropriate. <laughs> if anything, she said
1: that she sees the movement swelling and getting stronger as well. Uh, here is... The <laughs> Commando sequel. The Commando sequel. Here is a uh, follow up story uh, Aretha Franklin's funeral. Stevie Wonder, Jennifer Hudson, Yolanda Adams, and Jennifer Holliday are the names being thrown around that will perform at her funeral services. This That's
3: a good lineup.
1: Yeah. Uh, it is set to take place on August 31st at 10 a.m. at uh, Greater Grace Temple in Detroit. How come p- no Daughtry? Uh, I don't know. Uh, public viewings will end, uh, well, I'm sorry, will be held August 28th and 29th at the Charles H. Wright Museum of African American History in Detroit. I uh, music producer Clive Davis is planning a tribute concert to honor her that will take place in November at Madison Square Garden.
3: She did receive a Kennedy Center honor, didn't yes, she? She, did, she had huh? to have. Yeah, yeah, she did. And we had another death in the
1: world of music. Uh, and I was just telling you guys about two days ago, I watched this Awesome documentary about Leonard Skinner called "If I Leave Here Tomorrow." It was on, um, I think it was on uh, Showtime, and I just happened to be just pun- got sucked up in it. I just happened to be punching around, and I found it. And I'm like, "This is really good." Ed King, uh, one of the early guitarists in the band, and he's the guy who came up with the Sweet Home Alabama guitar. Oh, riff. really? Isn't yeah. he
3: responsible for the the, the multi guitar sound of the band? Yeah, he was the
1: third guitarist yeah. brought in, from what I understand. And to, if if um, if you remember the iconic. Um, album cover uh, the, of their first album yeah. uh, there's they were doing a photo shoot and it was a there was a storm coming in and they caught it right as a lightning strike yeah uh, came in and it was going through Ed's head if huh. you see the uh, uh, oh, the yeah. album cover you'll see the lightning strike strike hitting him right there so
4: he wrote this uh, stop it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I guess so yeah.
1: Uh, he did kind of write that. Uh, no, but hit the hit the original. So that's him, wow. right there. He came up with that riff, he, and I, I, I in the documentary they they used to um, when they were going to write they they had this little place out in, in like a swamp. Believe it or not, it's as, as yeah, as no southern doubt. as you can possibly get, and it's a, a practice area. And he came in, and, and Gary Rossington, who's another uh, guitarist. He's the, in fact, he's the only surviving member right now. Uh, was playing this kind of rhythm, this chord progression, and you know, Ed comes in and he likes it. And um he uh, Ronnie Van Zant apparently just did this motion about like, hey, keep playing that, keep playing that. And Ed started playing the dun dun but doo ba dun dun doo against what Gary was playing. Wow. And it's an interesting story because they just kept jamming and Ronnie said, you know what? I'm gonna go fishing. You guys keep playing And he went down to the pond or whatever was nearby there, and you can hear the band playing while he was out fishing. And while he was out there, he wrote all the verses Ronnie Van Zant did for Sweet Home Alabama. They came back. They cranked it out. They had already recorded their album, from what I understand, and then they called the uh, the A&R guy and said, listen, we got a hit here. And they knew they had it. Yeah, hit. they said you need to hear this. This needs to be the single. This is the
3: song. It's now correct. Is this the legend that it, it's a response to Neil Young's Southern Man? Yeah,
1: that's what okay. um, that's what Ronnie Van Zant.
3: Some S- of it says is. in the song.
1: Yeah. yeah, and he also said that he knew that the lyrics that he was writing for that song were going to be controversial because mm-hmm. they were you know in the, in the line that goes uh in birmingham they love the governor boo 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 yeah um that was their answer to to wallace who was yeah. governor at the time and he was very divisive and he was for segregation and all this other stuff and this was them saying no we don't that's not our position they were actually a fairly um a uh, social commentary. If you if you uh, go back and listen to the lyrics of that smell, yeah. or Saturday Night Special, they were they kind of had their finger on the pulse. Believe it or not, they were a little more influential than people realize. Uh, but Ed King was a big part of that sound, and uh, he passed away. He died. Uh, he was sixty eight years old. He passed away on Wednesday, uh, and he had had cancer. He had had heart issues as well. He had congestive uh, heart issues that uh, that he had uh, surgery for several years ago. But among the classes that he helps write were Give Me Three Steps, Simple Man, Tuesday's Gone, Free Bird, Don't Ask Me No Questions, Working for MCA, The Ballad of Curtis Lowe. Great song. Could be my favorite Leonard Skinner song. Really? Yeah. Uh, Call Me the Breeze, Saturday Night Special, and a bunch of others. Um, he, was, he left the band in 1975. He was actually, Steve, an original member of Strawberry Alarm Clock.
3: That's wild. Yeah. I had no idea.
1: Yeah. So, Strawberry Alarm Clock is another influential band. Yeah, he did, uh, you know, Incense and Peppermints. Yes. He was, he was a part Incent of that. Incense
3: and Peppermints. But he was,
1: he was not a good old boy. He was from California. Isn't that wild? And it's really weird hearing him being interviewed because he's the only one that doesn't have this
3: really thick southern drawl. It's crazy. Like, when you find out things that, that Willie Nelson is from Norway. No, <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs>
6: it's
3: ever, just, it's a mind
1: <laughs> war. You guys ever listen to The Battle of Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah. yeah,
3: You know, it's
4: fantastic. I'm embarrassed to say that I didn't know that the song existed until Fish covered it in in a concert. (laughs) I'm like, whoa, (laughs) what's this this brand new song that I've never heard before? Well, like yesterday,
3: for some reason, I was listening to the extended version of Blinded by the Light, uh, you know, and I, I had... And I was fairly familiar with Springsteen, and I didn't know that Springsteen had done the original. So yeah. I was introduced yeah. to the song with the cover first. Me too. And then went back. You can't know everything. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. No, exactly. Uh,
1: but uh, Ed King, uh, there was a, uh, um, a statement released by Gary Rossington, the final, uh, rig- the original Skinner member, who's only uh, the only surviving member now. Said, uh, "I've just found out about Ed's passing. I'm shocked and sad. And Ed was our brother." And a great songwriter and guitar player. And I know he will be reunited with the rest of the boys in rock and roll heaven. My thoughts and prayers are with his family. There's
3: something about the music rock documentary that I think because so much of that music has such an influence on us. And then to see the creative process, even if it's something that you're just peripherally aware of or interested in, it, 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 those stories always have the sort of same dynamics. Let's try this. What about this? Mm-hmm. Oh, this guy just happened to hear it. Yeah. And, and now we're off and
1: running. And then you have right. an, an absolute iconic song that's written yeah, or, yeah. or a movement that's taking place. <clears throat> it's, it's pretty wild. So, uh, Ed King, 68 years old, sad news. Uh, some other things to get to: uh, Miss America, Cara Mund, appeared on ABC's Good Morning America Thursday to discuss the bombshell bullying charges she levied uh, leveled against uh, Chairwoman Gret- Gretchen Carlson and the rest of the board. Did you see what she did? No. She took a dump on her crown
3: <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> right there on GMA. No, no kidding. <laughs> and there, everyone, here's what you I can think. hear. The, oh, okay. She, she's not. She's gonna stop her. <laughs> Huh. They couldn't believe what they were seeing. They at could first. not believe uh-huh. what they were seeing. This is, I mean, stop Miss,
1: her! Stop Miss, her
4: now! Miss
1: America. Michael <laughs> Uh Mund wrote a letter to fellow past winners claiming Carlson and others had silenced and bullied her. She said she'd reached out to leadership before she put pen to paper but had been dismissed. Uh, Mund explained, I wrote this letter to my sisters. I knew I had to stand up, not just for me, but for all the volunteers and girls. The 24 year old and several other former Miss America title holders are now calling for her resignation. Uh, Carlson, who took over as chairwoman after much of the leadership was ousted amid charges of fat and slut shaming, former contestants rejected Mund's claims. Carlson wrote, I have never bullied or silenced you. We've acknowledged your grievances and taken many steps to try to make your experience a good one.
3: They've got to do some correcting. And, and to that point with the the uh, fat and slut shaming, maybe they need a, an expressly fat slut pageant. Maybe. Uh, now... Fat
1: sluts, or only, or only just, only or, fat or, or sluts. two separate ones, slutty and fat. That's a good question. Uh. I don't, I don't maybe, know.
3: maybe the uh. sluttiness is part of the competition. The way the swimsuit is mm-hmm. just to this thing's on the way out. Make everything. <laughs> I know. This, I it's, say, it's, this is the death knell. Of the, it really the is. It's, I mean, and it's, it's it, ending. That's why, honestly, I think the obvious, air apparent, Philly's hottest. Right. Yeah. yeah, that'll be their nec- that'll next. That'll be the next thing. Live from Atlantic City, it's <laughs> Preston and Billy's Hottest Contest, featuring over ninety contestants from New Jersey. <laughs>
2: Thanks,
3: Terry.
1: And, and it will will it be our our, our yeah. goofy uh, categories? Yeah. Daisy Dukes, Dukes and cowboy boots. Daisy
3: Dukes and cowboy boots, <laughs> or just boots, or even if you just like cowboys. <laughs> As you've noticed, the, cre- the as the categories go on, we get more and more relaxed with what you can submit. <laughs> uh,
1: so, Philly's
3: hottest dot, dot, dot.
1: Uh, contestant organizers also told ABC, we have supported Kara for her in- for her entire year and will continue and to support now we hate her. her. No. Uh, she said, uh, this was according to Munn, she said, I-, I didn't get reached, I, I didn't get reached out yeah. to, okay, didn't get reached out, out to. Till Monday, uh, the day after the letter went public, uh, she added that she couldn't take a call at midnight because, "quote I had an event the next day and I was sleeping." She added that to, it's possible Carlson would fire her for coming forward.
3: So I wonder what the deal is. Do most people get involved with this pageant because it is a you you do receive a scholarship, correct? Is, yeah. is that is that the main goal, or is it the celebrity and the other stuff? So the celebrity. So just yeah, if you want to have just a a, a, a a an academic pageant. Then have that. Yeah. But, I mean, they have to realize that there's an they, element to it
4: that sells it that is the beauty aspect of it. That's the thing. I mean, they have academic pageants. Yeah, I you know. know.
3: Yeah, I, yeah. I know. Like, I know.
4: Yeah.
1: No, women use it as a stepping stone exactly. to something else. A music yeah. career, an acting career, whatever it Penthouse. may be. Penthouse. Penthouse. Uh, no, it could be a, um, um, you know, a resume builder as well. You could go on to, uh, I mean, look at Gretchen Carlson. Absolutely. I mean, but this She's the idea... one that's
3: currently destroying the pageant,
4: <laughs> Right. <laughs> Uh, this the, the, there are there are things that exist uh, you know there are um you know nobel prize winners and there are there are there's athletes and there's you know uh jeopardy <laughs> you yeah right well, there's, are, there's I, lots of different yeah. ways you can win awards for your brain and then there's things where you tie, you put on a little bikini and you strut around and if people want to watch it they can watch and if they don't want to watch it they don't have to watch it it's, you know
3: it's true yeah. because a lot of people don't remember but in the earliest days of the nobel prizes they did include a swimsuit <laughs> a swimsuit comedy. Yeah, wow. All right, anyhow, uh, moving on. And by the way, a couple of people are pointing
1: out, going back to the uh, Ed King, uh, Leonard Skinner story, uh, original drummer Artemis Pyle is still alive, so Gary Rossington is not the sole surviving member, so I got that incorrect. Let's move along. Camila Mendez and Victor Houston are done, Steve. No! Steve loves Riverdale. Okay, is that what it is? Yes, and uh, they split very recently, a source tells E!, uh, this is a friend of one of them said Camilla ended things with Victor after Comic-Con.
7: After
5: friend. Comic-Con.
1: When she realized. Freaking Comic-Con. She wasn't ready to be in this relationship anymore. Well,
3: she's young and attractive and, uh, you know, has the world at her feet. She's, she wants to move on. She's gorgeous. She plays. She plays, uh, yeah, she yeah. plays Veronica, she right? She plays Veronica. Sexy, Whew. saucy Veronica.
1: Uh, And Mark Consuelo, she's her father. uh, Victor was completely blindsided and is very heartbroken. He should be. He just lost her. He lost Veronica. Yeah. But does he play Archie? No, no, no. Is he on the show? No. Oh, I thought. Well, who's
3: aren't two of the stars yes. dating each uh, other? Uh, Lily uh, uh, Reinhardt oh, and uh, Redhead. Yes. Uh, right? uh, jug No, uh, Jughead <laughs> and Betty. Betty. Okay, I'm sorry. Jughead okay. and Betty are going strong.
1: I'm all lost in in Riverdale. I apologize. Uh Adam Rippon is leaving the ice for the small screen, the Olympic bronze medalist. Is joining NBC's rebooted Will and Grace, and we're going to have Deborah Messing on later this morning.
3: Excellent. We'll actually have a question,
1: and she'll be he'll be along with uh, Matt Bomer and Minnie Driver. Mm. So they're they're going to be on board, and they join other guest stars: David Schwimmer, Alec Baldwin, Chelsea Handler, Mary McCormack, <laughs> and John Cryer. Plus, of course, the regular Sean Hayes, Deborah Messing, Megan Mullally, and uh, Eric McCormack.
4: You know, Gross Point Blank was on the other night, and I was watching it, and I'm I'm amazed with how much. I hate her in um uh speechless. No, no. The one where she's with Matthew. Good little hunting. Yeah, that one. I hated her net. I hate her, I I like hate her, her and I love her Gross love Point her Park. in Gruzborn. And it's all about the accent. Yes.
3: Okay. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh
1: one two last things and then we gotta we gotta move along. Uh Suspiria has dropped its first trailer. You know they remixed yes, it. The Dario Argento classic horror movie. Yeah, it's a first real glimpse of uh Luca Guadagnino. Uh, And his latest project, uh, who did Call Me By Your Name. Um, And it didn't disappoint. Spooky, to tribute to the 1997 original. And it stars Dakota Johnson as a talented dancer drawn to a prestigious school that also happens to be a witch's coven. Yeah, Tilda Swinton is a head witch. There's no better. She's perfect for a witch. Tilda Swinton
3: is like a a Swiss army knife of looks and capabilities.
1: Uh, Mia Goth and Chloe Grace Moretz also star, as does the original dancer, Jessica Harper. I think uh, I want to
3: see, yeah. And, I mean, I love the original, but um, th- if they do it right, I'm on board. And Tom York of
1: uh, Radiohead has done the score. And I watched the trailer, and the music's awesome. And, Steve, it's a total tribute Excellent. to the uh, Dario Argento. It looks pretty cool. Lands in theaters November 2nd. And the last thing, John Hamm, Ed Harris and Lewis Pullman who is Bill Pullman's son yeah. have joined Top Gun Maverick. Ah. So John
3: Hamm and Ed Harris will be in that. Oh okay. If you have if they could ratchet back a little bit of the hokum. Yep. Make it a little bit, maybe go a little bit more Mission Impossible. If they're going to have Ed Harris, Steve, yeah. I
1: got to believe that maybe they're going to
3: do that. Yeah. I don't
1: see him doing something. Qu- well, he did do The Rock,
3: but The Rock was good. The Rock, The, the Rock, was the rock, the rock it, had a yeah. real, The Rock had a real edge to it. With the and uh, he was great, he was in really it. great. Yeah. In fact, he's the one that he gave it a lot of the the gravitas. It yeah. made the story impactful. Yeah, he was one of my
1: all time favorite guests that we've had. Yeah. He's excellent. He's just, he's just him. Uh, details on you're their... You. You're you. You just you. do you. <laughs> I should have said that, too. Oh, yeah. you're I you I should have led the interview yeah. with that. You are, are so you. You were the usu. No, but he's... All the you He's just that big, to me, yeah. personally, I yeah. think. Anyhow, details on their roles in the film are under wraps. Uh, they join Tom Cruise, Val Kilmer, Miles Teller, Jennifer Connelly, and Glenn Powell. And that opens July twelfth, 2019. Let's do the clip, shall yeah. we? Sci fi action show Killjoys follows a group of hard living interstellar bounty hunters as they cut loose through a four planet and moon system. So it's a true story.
6: Yes. <laughs> uh,
1: here, the show star uh, Hannah John Carmen talks about bringing an intergalactic character to life. Here we go. I
3: think basically it's just like, you know, any act of making any character real is oh. you start um, on the page, then you lift it off the page. And I remember Michelle and I had. Great talks in preparing the character. No, no, but yeah,
1: I love this girl. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she plays Ghost in the second Ant Man movie. Uh, she's uh, very attractive. Yeah, very attractive. She's got a real cool look about her. Uh, you can catch Killjoys night ten o'clock on Sci Fi. Let's do the next one, please. <laughs> the Happy Time Murders follows two detectives, one human, the other a puppet, as they try to solve a string of puppet murders. Here, Melissa McCarthy talks about her experience acting with puppets.
2: Just being around it and seeing the technique, it's like everything is different with the puppets. It's like getting up out of a chair and taking two steps towards a desk. I'm like, so you just, the puppeteer does it. Like, they do, but then it's a, it's a transfer of puppets. It's a different puppet. We have to take out the floor. Oh,
4: shut up, woman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Steve read me a review the other day that said the single worst movie ever made. Oh, no. Yeah. In fact, there were several interviews that were like that. That were, I mean, reviews that were like that, a la, a la, like
3: a, a Spinal Tap. (laughs) Two words: S sandwich. There was one that said it was like being blasted in the face with unfunniness. Um, (laughs) I still kind of want to see it. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I I I, all the all the elements of it. You have the Henson family behind it. You have Muppets. You also have Melissa McCarthy. I mean, hey. There's been movies that have been getting horrible reviews, yeah. comedies, yeah.
1: and over time they become beloved. Yeah, so you never know. You never know. And we're ha- gonna have the uh, the lead puppet on on Monday. All, all right. right, the Happy Time Murders is in theaters now. We got to take a break. We're gonna do it now. We got Dan yeah. Soder, we got Ian Bag, we have Deborah Messing, all those people on the show, and uh, stuff to give away too. You want me to? You wanting me to give this away? Is that Sure, why not? Yeah. Gesture that. It's a uh, Dunkin' Donuts Friday. And I have a $50 Dunkin' Donuts gift card for you right now. Caller number 12 at 215-263-WMMR. Try their new donut fries. Warm, crispy, doughy, delicious, and sprinkled Ooh, with cinnamon and sugar. Limited time offer only Dunkin' Donuts if the uh, Preston and Steve show runs on Dunkin'. We'll be back in a moment. Preston
0: and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. <laughs> WMMR online, on demand, demand and on the including our digital HD signal. The best sounding MMR there is. WMMR HD and HD2, the MM Archives channel.
9: Uh huh, you thought me with
0: none, huh?
9: All right,
1: thank you very much, Kathy. <laughs> hey, real quick, we'll do a, uh, a quick recap of last night's Kathy's uh, Bitch Box and z A to Pi sorority event at Sahara's yes. in Philadelphia. Can't thank that group enough. Harris gave us a wonderful venue, a place called the Block. It's in the very rear, but it's 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 a concert venue. Well, they gave it us a,
3: awesome. they gave us a huge room, like their their top level room. They knew that it was we were, we were the, the 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 guest list was two hundred people. Yeah, uh, we you know we keep it smaller because we're giving away a a premium item. It could probably fit six hundred. Absolutely, think at least yeah, even it's more that big. Uh, but uh, and they but man they. The decorations were all there. The balloons that said Zeta ate a pie. All this stuff was just, the flourishes were amazing. There was
2: a woman there who was planning another event, and I guess she had some other place scheduled. And she was like, I'm changing it. She goes, if they have this available, if the date is available, she's like, I'm going to come here and have my event here. No
4: way. So it
1: was the ladies only event. We had our first ever fashion show. Uh, Kathy, and you want to tell a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, it was, so um, Lucia from Elsie uh, Boutique in Warrington, she came out. She brought um, you know tons of outfits from her store.
3: She's a we, doll, by the way, super, super yeah, sweet. So nice. Her and her husband, yeah. And and she's very talented, you know.
2: Um, yeah, she is. And uh, yeah, so she they put on a fashion show. We had calendar girls. We had uh, I, I threw a couple of my friends in there um, and some other uh, newer girls that we met. And yeah, they they modeled all of the clothes from her store, which was awesome. And everybody seemed to really love it.
1: I didn't realize that there were going to be because we had a lot of girls here. Was it like a dozen, maybe? Yeah,
2: there were twelve girls. And 12.
1: and uh, I didn't know there were going to be wardrobe changes.
2: Yeah. So
6: I know. yeah. So
1: they they go out <laughs> and they walk across the stage and then they run by behind the stage and go back to the dressing room to change well so they're going through and almost everybody's done and I was like oh my god wait a minute they're not they're they're coming back they're changing they're doing more (laughs) and there wasn't enough time to have them come out all there was like a break as they were getting changed and I I was standing there next to Steve I'm like well, I'll go out and take a walk. Yeah, <laughs> sure. So, so I got up on the ladies and I come out on stage and I do my little turn. I do my little I do my little turn on the right, catwalk, yeah. as they say in the oh, song. Yeah. But what I didn't realize until later on. Oh,
2: uh, okay. As, I know.
1: As I, was, uh, as I was cutting up your cake, which we'll talk about in a moment. Yeah. Somebody goes to me. She goes, did you ever zip up your pants? <laughs> oh, no. And I go, what are you talking about? She's like, your fly was down when you came out on stage. And I'm like... <laughs> I looked down, <laughs> and sure enough, that means I'd have my zipper down all the night because night. Yeah. I didn't use the bathroom
10: <laughs> at
1: any point in time. So, so from I home walked
5: in there from
1: home zipper. with my fly
3: down, and I walked out on the catwalk. Oh, my God with my pants on. I mean only uh, I didn't really I'll care, tell you this. But... so if it makes it if it makes it any better for you. You were the only one that had someone talk you up while you're up on stage. So I was yeah, providing was commentary. thank you, Steve. Uh I felt <laughs> proud of the the, the, the girls. So remember, the calendar girls, they really did a great job. Yeah,
2: and you know what? They had fun with it. Like it was, you know, it was a typical fashion show in yeah. that we had the girls in clothes and stuff like that, but they came out, they were dancing. They had a great time. Yeah.
1: Did you like my moves? I uh, did
2: like your moves.
1: I was I was trying to imitate, you know, somebody who would do now, I was hoping turn. your
2: dong was going to fall out of that
6: unzipper <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: <laughs> Next year. All right. We'll okay. do that next year.
2: Perfect. Uh,
1: and, and thank you to Sarah, the saucy redhead, for making a cake. We surprised Kathy because her birthday is this weekend. Yes. And we surprised her with a cake oh that God. was an, an exact model of a Target, Target. store. <laughs>
4: Which that I didn't great. even notice at first because on the top it just said, Happy birthday, love, you know, the morning yeah. show, whatever. Our favorite bitch we wrote yeah. on there. And um, and I didn't even <laughs> notice that because it just looked like, oh, this is just a regular box. Like box, a- white cake, white yeah. cake. Yeah, 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 White cake. Right. And then when you looked at it from the front, you're like, oh, my gosh. It's a Target. That's a Target store with the balls in front and Complete everything. Complete with yeah. the big red balls in front, man. So she did an amazing job. Yeah, and by the did. way,
3: that that there was enough cake there for the uh, yeah. 200 people. Bowl, that Everybody, worked. yeah. I cut all the pieces up. I, got- I saw you oh, cutting them. Like, oh, yeah. Why I did, did you? Start, why yeah. did you set yourself up for because, that?
1: Because I wanted a piece of cake, and I was the first one over there. <laughs> and once you cu- start, you can't stop. I cut myself a slice, and then I realized a line. There's a line behind yeah. me, and I'm like, "All right, I'll be the, I'll be the cake cutter." <laughs> so I cut up cake. And by <laughs> the way, it. it was actually kind of fun because I got to meet more of the ladies and and do that. Like the cake the d- was the delicious. The party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it was a dense chocolate cake. It was good. Yeah. Really, really good. So thanks to uh, Sarah. That was a lot of fun.
2: And thank you, too. Um, so we we had a, punch, a bunch of people, obviously, that donated um, their products to the box. and uh, But there were some that came out last night. So um, Braided Charm came down from New York. Yeah. Uh, we had a woman who flew in from Raleigh, North Carolina. She was with Wine Knots. Uh, and then the other people were local. But Yami Bites, Marinella Jewelry, Bondi Band, and Wind and & Wave Soap. They all, were all the vendors that came to the event uh, and actually, you know, put on a display there.
3: And they were the ladies loved all that stuff. the The vendors were blown away, and the ones who were like from out of state and sort of aware what the show was about were yeah. like, this "What?" Awesome. Yeah. And then one of the, one of the one of the ladies thought it was an actual college. You know sorority, Sorry. and
4: then so the, the the girls will explain.
3: No, this is this is yeah. our, our own sorority. No, these
4: people actually have money. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah.
1: I yeah. Uh, and and at the end of the night, we did the ritual, the spanking ritual. I have yeah. the the actual sorority <laughs> pal. and uh, we have the ladies, uh, you know, create a gigantic circle. And and if you want to be spanked, I will do it. And uh, and I also allow them to tell me they want it, uh, you know, soft, medium, or hard. And I'm always amazed at the women that want a hard smack
3: because it. Hurts in a room that big, by the way. This yeah. is a cavernous room that is could be a mini concert venue. I was hearing the crack. Oh, man, and, and this is by
1: request. Oh, yeah, you're not beating these women. Some of them will turn and go, Hit me as hard as you can. And like, No, like, and no. I won't do no. that. I come pretty close. But one of the things that happened, uh, Morgan, one of our uh, she was a cover yeah. girl from our totally office counter. Her mom was there. Her mom's beautiful as well, yeah. as you would imagine. And so, her mom tells me she wants me to hit her hard. <laughs> So I did, and she came back to me <laughs> later on telling me that her butt was still stinging. She goes, I thought you were going to hit me with your hand. <laughs> I'm like, I have hit like a hundred women with, with this pad- paddle.
3: <laughs> you didn't see that? It was the initiate. By the way, you could completely pass on the paddling yeah, and you still be in the sorority.
2: Yeah. I was talking to one of the girls that came to the event, and we were actually talking about Hey Honey, which is one of the products that's in the box that we both apparently absolutely love, and we stopped mid conversation because we heard that, and I was like, oh, "Did somebody? What happened? Did someone get
1: hurt?" Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it was
2: you smacking Morgan's mom.
1: Yep, yep, yep. It happens. Uh, so it was a great event. Thank you, and we welcome all the ladies, uh, our new sisters, to the uh, to the fold.
2: Yeah, and just one more thank you to mm-hmm. the other people who uh, put some items in the box: Original Drinking Buddies, True Beauty Concepts, Priori Skincare, uh, Jade Yoga, and Sets Beauty.
1: Awesome, we had a, we had a great time. Can't wait to do it again. Sometimes yeah. it'd be very cool. Um, did you guys see? Uh, real quick, just a news story to touch on. Uh, Hawaii's getting hit with a uh, category four, right? Nasty hurricane. Yes. And then I heard on top of that, they said, "Oh, by the way." Uh, this isn't gonna stop the volcano as well. No, no, it's no, not
4: gonna put it <laughs> not, out. It's not he's gonna put it out. <laughs> Can you see
2: some of the the um like the flooding and the yeah?
3: Oh my
6: gosh, it's
3: crazy. So I was years and years and years ago. I was uh, we were on Oahu and they just got hit with and it was just a a, a fairly heavy rainstorm, uh, and we were hiking up on a on a mountainside. And when you talk about flash floods and being able to see it from a vantage point. Um, The the, that the islands have all sorts of flash flood scenarios and conditions, and we were up high and were able to see what was basically a fairly dry ravine turn into a raging river within three minutes. No, it it, it blew my mind. I will never forget it. And that's why when people say a flash flood area, I start I start getting really nervous. Because you can see how quickly it can turn. What do they call those? Those not just flash flies out west when they when they just come rushing down those dry beds.
1: there's a name for it. But but, but you um, know what I'm talking about. And and uh, I saw caught on the news this morning. They said, and and you think about how small those islands are. Three hundred thousand tourists. Yes, uh-huh. uh, and they've got to figure out what to do. And a lot of them just have to go to shelters.
3: Did I'm you see these called. supermarket shelves? No, go like on. Empty. literally. Barren, I
4: nothing.
2: Right. Well, and apparently this doesn't happen there. Yeah. Either.
4: Well, they I usually I, I always, don't get hit. Yeah, the, well, they have I, fun with their uh, volcanoes. Well, hang on. Um There's a difference between a hurricane and a typhoon. I just, I, I, I don't know what the difference is. I
1: believe I, it depends on what hemisphere of the world it happens in. Okay. I think they, I think they are the same uh, as far as their anatomy goes yeah uh, but no, yeah it, but it depends on where it happens there's typhoons and hurricanes and I think they might be the same thing case that may be off so it out. was it
3: yeah, was bearing down on the islands as a category five it's down to a category four which is still uh formidable yeah. it's a huge storm yeah and uh kathy you said while you were out on your uh, vacation that you saw a little bit ahead of that right
2: uh I'm sorry I'm looking up the the hurricane and, and typhoon yeah apparently yeah. they um they were having some uh they were seeing some some waves and you know some, the the weather was was picking up. Yeah,
1: yeah. There, there's going to be tidal surges and things like that. Uh, imagine you've saved for years and years and years and years. This is your dream trip to go yeah, to Hawaii because yeah, yeah. it ain't cheap, folks. It's a long way away yeah. from from the mainland. It's very expensive to fly there and very expensive to stay there. You and the family <laughs> go, and there's a volcano and a hurricane.
3: I mean, but you know they what? I could see going to see. The volcano. In fact, the volcano is kind of a. uh Yeah. It's always been sort of a tourist destination. Not at this point of uh, eruption, but but still, there. We you, you you reported on a uh, sightseeing cruise that, that took people out. Yeah. Uh You know, and I and, uh, and ever- a, 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 a burning stone came to the roof of the. That the bu- killed people. Yeah. I th- did somebody get killed? Yeah. From that? Yeah. Yeah. Are you <laughs> okay. sure?
1: There were yeah. yeah they took him to the hospital I remember and they were watching him so maybe somebody Yeesh. died from that.
2: Preston I think you're right about the hurricane and typhoon. Okay.
1: Uh, by the way, so with this uh, activity, um, especially the, the volcanic activity, uh, they're now saying that a catastrophic big one earthquake could rip through California, killing thousands. After seventy quakes. Rocked the Ring of Fire in just forty-eight hours the other day.
3: And the Ring of Fire is that connected uh, chain of volcanoes mm-hmm. and seismic centers around the world. It does go in a in a in a band. Mm-hmm. Preston, though, on the plus side, this does make Otisburg a potential reality. <laughs> if you think about Otisburg. it, Otisburg from the original Superman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Otis had, and that was the whole plan was to. Wait for the, the big one yep. and then, then you'd have a whole bunch of land that was formerly inland that would become beachside property. Yeah, because uh Lex Luthor had bought
1: up all the garbage property Right along the along the fault line desert, right, uh, and yeah. so forth. And then that would be Property afterwards,
3: (laughs) and he figured he'd promote that Uh by detonating nuclear warheads. Yeah, so a cluster of sixteen significant
1: quakes above magnitude four point five hit day before yesterday, following fifty-three that shook the region along the disaster zone on Sunday. Uh, The earthquakes rattled Indonesia, Bolivia, Japan, and Fiji, but they didn't reach the western coast of the U.S., which sits on the horseshoe-shaped ring of fire fault line, so it didn't get to the U.S. portion of the ring of fire. It's very big, uh, by the way, the ring of fire, um, and has caused a number of devastating earthquakes over the years where it's uh, two of the Earth's huge tectonic plates meet. Uh, It's a string of 452 volcanoes and sites of high seismic activity that encircle the Pacific Ocean.
3: So when you're in the um what do they call it, the caldera, the, in the uh the the Yellowstone, right. it, yeah, the caldera. it yeah. is, it is you, for all that you can see, you're yeah. in you're in, it. you're in the volcano.
1: Yeah, all of the, you just don't realize it. The, the, if you see hills or, you know, smaller mountains around that area, that's the the <laughs> edges of the top of the the volcano. If that
3: goes. Oh my god. And it could go. Yeah. That's that's a continent kill. So,
1: so now fears are growing that <clears throat> California's big one could be on the way. A 9.0 magnitude earthquake that would tear through the West Coast and cause a tsunami. God. So, what
3: and you're now. saying is buy up that inland property and start Otisburg now. Start Otisburg now. Wow. So, uh, you know what? I, was, I was out there during a couple of earthquakes you, you know, years and years ago. I was in third grade, mm-hmm. but uh, we lived right along one of the fault lines in Thousand Oaks, California, right along the San Andreas fault line. And as a kid, I remember thinking, this is the coolest thing in the world, yeah. you know. But it it is, it's, it's um you know, it's it's always there,
1: reminding you. The only time I ever got a chance to feel one was last year at the Camp Out for Hunger. Yes, yes. In the trailer, and I thought you were walking around in the other end of the trailer. <laughs> no, no. But you were gone elsewhere for a couple hours to get something to eat or yeah. something like that. And I'm like, well, who's in the trailer? And I didn't find out till later on that afternoon that we had a tremor. Yeah. And I had felt it. Uh, so it's a it's a bizarre uh, sensation. No question. Uh, Steve, I saw another interesting thing that I had never heard of before. Now, on my bucket list, part of my bucket list, albeit a little bit of a morbid one, was to was to feel an earthquake. So I can yes. check that off. That was last Done. Year. thank you, Camp Out. But another one is to see the Aurora Borealis,
3: or the northern light. Yes. And at
1: some point in my life, I want to see it. I my went...
3: wife just got that on her, uh, nice. check that off on the bucket list, went to oh, uh, really? Norway. Yeah, yeah. I went to Norway at the wrong time
1: of year. Right. I went when the days are the absolute longest <laughs> and the sun never set, so I didn't see any. Uh, but there's a thing that uh, that's interesting. Thin ribbons of purple and white light that sometimes appear in the night sky are dubbed a new type of aurora. You know what it is? What? It's God-welcoming prince into heaven. Is that what it oh. is? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was first found in, in 2016. It first got scientists' attention in 16. You know what the name of it is? Purple Rain? Steve. Oh,
3: really? Yes, sir. <laughs> Thank yes, you, finally. Really?
1: Uh uh-huh. What? The new research suggests these mysterious streams of light are not an aurora at all but an entirely new of celestial phenomenon. Is it Did uh, oh the, the,
3: the, the guy who discovered it was his name is his name Steve it's, or what, what it, what's no. that predicated? Uh, I'll give you the origin right. in just a second
1: but an amateur photographer said captured new phenomenon on the film on film for decades, but the scientific community only got wind of Steve in 2016. Oh, I can get pretty windy. When scientists first looked at images of Steve, they realized the lights were slightly different than light from typical auroras, but were not sure what underlying mechanism was calling. It's Bottom much, the
4: line
3: is, they still don't know what it is, really. They say it's much better than Bert.
1: Uh, yes, I would think <laughs> well, so.
4: All right, so when I'm looking at this on, on your story here, Preston, Steve mm-hmm. is in all caps. Every single letter yep. is, is capitalized. Now... Can you do me a quick favor, Preston? Yeah. Can you grab your phone for me, um, and send me a text message and and just write the word Steve for me? And because something's been going on with my text message, where it'll go
3: all to caps. Yes. Okay. I'm trying to figure out what that's okay. about. I've I've re- figured out how to beat it. How uh, to beat
2: the all the caps?
3: Yeah. So sometimes I write, I'll write my wife's name
4: Claire, which is the Irish way of spelling it, the C L A R right. E without the I, and-, and it will go all caps. okay. All right. So it just goes, okay, because whenever I write the name Steve, it goes all caps. And you can, think it has
3: something to do with this I'm celestial? I'm wondering if
4: it has anything to do with that. where <laughs> with this
1: celestial object here? Where the whole
4: Steve thing is, is a thing that I didn't know about. <laughs> no, I just but, sent but you Steve. But apparently
3: Apple does.
1: I just sent you Steve, and it's not all caps.
4: And it didn't go all caps.
1: Yeah. That's you, really bizarre. How do you write it.
3: boobs on a calculator again? Uh, it's 5005. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> zero, zero, five, or no, 5008. Zero, zero, and then turn it upside down. Or is eight zero zero five?
2: Well, yeah, it would be eight eight zero zero five. All right. So, anyhow,
1: <laughs> uh, can I, I, I back to you, Preston? I was talking about this. Okay. Okay. Let me go back to this. I will give you the derivation of the name, Please. Steve. Uh, the Aurora Chasers dubbed the light ribbon occurrences, Steve, a reference to the 2006 film Over the Hedge. When researchers presented data about the unusual lights at a 2016 scientific conference, a fellow space physicist. Ah, uh, proposed converting the name into the backronym Steve, which stands for Strong Thermal Emission Velocity Enhancement. That's what I'm named after, and the researchers adopted it. So I don't know why it was over the head. I didn't see over the head. No, neither did that I. Was, uh, animated, I right? think it is. Yeah. yeah so does I, it have
3: to do with lawn gnomes? Uh, no, Nomeo and, and Juliet. <laughs> Juliet. That's a little bit different. <laughs> um, th- listen, I I've seen the Aurora Borealis. I have not seen Steve. Yeah. I've never <laughs> been to me.
1: Uh, so I don't know. And apparently, Steve, it's it's closer to the equator.
3: So it might be more within our realm. Than the aurora, uh,
1: which can be seen at high latitudes.
6: Mm. Uh,
1: so the photographers thir- first thought the light ribbons were created by excited protons, but protons can only be photographed with special equipment. The light protons produce... Uh, falls out of the range of wavelengths picked up by normal cameras, so I thought it was kind of interesting. So that is a, really interesting. A new celestial event. Kathy
3: shaking over here, <laughs> named Steve. <laughs> Steve <All> right. event. <laughs> one more. One more quick thing. She gets enough Steve events. Do we have enough time for? Another yeah, yeah. Thing? One do, more quick. Or thing, do we need yeah. to take a break? Now we're good.
1: All right, let's go with Steve sent me this. See, uh, Steve, I'm everywhere. There's a new, a nasty sexually transmitted disease oh. that can actually uh, cause your genitals to rot away.
6: <laughs> oh my god! It's, just, oh this my is, my god.
1: It's, it's straight up. It's for real. Uh, this, for, it's a maze ball. Is, it,
2: is this new?
1: <laughs> uh, no, it's just rare. Okay. It's called uh, Donovanosis, and it's usually found in tropical countries. In some regions, the Americans in in the Americans and Southern Africa. Uh, those unlucky enough to catch the bug will develop nasty ulcers, uh, in your genital region, which if, uh, which if left untreated can continue to spread and eventually cause the flesh in the groin to rot away.
3: You did have a story where a guy's junk literally rotted and fell off. That was from cancer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can't syphilis do the same thing? I, I th- always thought it could. I know it'll it can drive you insane. That's actually what happened to Al Capone. Yeah, he he went uh, insane from uh, syphilis. Yeah, uh, this
1: can also lead to a whole host of other grim side effects, including permanent genital damage and scarring, loss of skin color, and irreversible genital swelling due to scarring. All right, well
3: that's a plus. Yeah, do- right. Donovanosis. Uh, yeah, you end up singing '60s folk songs. Oh, okay. Sure. All right.
6: Yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 Oh, Donovanosis, oh, yeah, yes, that's what it's called. Uh, so he's got a very sunny outlook for someone whose penis just rotted. <laughs> uh, it is incredibly rare, though.
1: That's the good news. Most cases are recorded in uh, tropical countries or regions of the Americas, South Africa, and Oceania. Uh, and
3: in, it, in a lot of these cases, Preston, in a lot of these destinations, if you travel to them, you've got to get an array mm-hmm. of shots. Mm-hmm. That uh, that to me, that's always been like. Wow, that I am not down with getting 30 shots in preparation for a trip. There are also, like, parasites and things Ooh. that we don't have
1: here that you right. can find in certain tropical locations. Uh, by the way, uh, it has been found in the UK. There were a couple of hundred cases recorded last year. Rotting penis? As the disease is so rare, uh, they they don't really collect data on so the So rotting infection
3: teeth and rotting
1: penises. On its own. Instead, it is grouped in with other rare sexually transmitted infections uh, uh, cancroid and uh, lympho uh, granuloma, uh, venarium, those are wrestlers. Uh, LGM last year, some 582 men and 80 women were diagnosed with uh, the three conditions at
3: 662 in total. What happens to the women? The same deal, rotting cooters. Uh, it, d- <laughs> it doesn't, <laughs> so there's a band for you, rotting cooters. Uh, Like most sexually
1: transmitted infections, it is passed on through unprotected sex, but simply coming into contact with a bleeding ulcer. Oh, my God. Can cause the disease to spread. Uh, Think oral or even just touching, and it can happen. I tend to not touch rotting ulcers on people's genitals. It's probably a good idea. That's just my thing. Yeah, so, uh, anyhow. I've never heard of Donovanitis, uh, Donovanosis, I'm sorry, but uh, it's pretty nasty. It can rot your genitals and make That's them fall disgusting.
6: off. disgusting.
1: All right, uh, just a little breakfast chat. Yes, this enjoy. enjoy. On the President Mm-mm. Steve Show. Uh, we're going to take a break. I got some bizarre file stories, and we have a host of guests are going to be on the show today. Uh, Dan Soder stopping by, Ian Bagg will be here. We're going to talk to Deborah Messing as well. We give away our Word of the Week prize today. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us.
0: Here, we go. here comes the F-
8: Join Jackie Bam Bam Saturday from 6 to 8 at Caltown Rodeo, 780 Harding Highway, Piles Grove, New Jersey. See the best show on dirt featuring bull riding, steer wrestling, bareback riding, tie down roping, and much more. Visit CaltownRodeo.com. Hang with Marissa Magnata for a Sunday Funday Lunch Cruise on the Spirit of Philadelphia Sunday at 1. Enjoy a tasty menu, Bloody Marys and mimosas at the new outdoor bar, plus scenic views from the river, games, prizes, and more. For tickets and info, visit spiritcruises.com. MMR is big friggin' deal. This week, only get a ticket to the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series playoff race on October 7th, plus a trackside access pass at Dover International Speedway for only $52. That's a 50% discount. Get it through Sunday or while supplies last at WMMR.com.
0: 93.3 WMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. You forgot about my balls. Uh, yes, Kathy.
2: Where's Nick?
1: Uh, I think he's in the bathroom.
2: Oh, he's been in the bathroom a long time.
1: And Casey just went, too. Yeah,
2: that's weird.
3: Uh, Oh, I know what's happening. What? What? They installed a new glory hole. (laughs) 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 It has to be, because what they did, and and the issue is, and Kathy would know this, but (laughs) Uh, when they first bore the hole, there's still in the metallic edge, which can cut your Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have the tape around it. They put a tape around it. Yeah, Is it. Marissa on her.
2: the other side of the glory hole? Because she's gone, too. She? No, she's right there. Oh, she's right there. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. She was gone for a little while. I thought maybe. Wow. Gl- well, I don't know. It was
3: harsh. Well, well, you-
2: I don't know. They ask and, I don't know know way and, and
3: and Kathy are like sisters that uh, completely dislike each other. No, and
2: no way. By
3: the way, Casey had, while you were doing that commercial, he told me in sign
1: language that if he didn't go to the bathroom now, he was going to poop his pants. <laughs> oh, that's good. So that's what we do when the mics are on. There's a sign language that Casey and I speak in, and I understood. He he
3: exactly. brings himself uh, through. Uh, he gets, he'll float into the phase six realm, which is. Yeah. Will you know force in the universe can stop you from defecating level uh, fairly frequently. yeah Alright, well listen, we'll do the bizarre file. We'll see if those right. guys make it back in here by the time
0: we're done. Here we now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre. bizarre File. It's
1: brought to you by French Creek Outfitters in Phoenix, with everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands, they have them. Visit frenchcreekoutfitters.com for additional information. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance With anybody else, we'll start with this story. A tunnel that stretches from a former Kentucky Fried Chicken in Arizona all the way to a home in Mexico was discovered last week by investigators who believe the secret passageway was used for drug smuggling.
3: Now, listen, it's clearly for nefarious purposes, we know that, but it is a super cool tunnel. I immediately thought of Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. Yes, uh, the
1: uh, yeah, yeah, the ch- the chicken uh, fast food restaurant owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Homeland Security investigation said the tunnel was. discovered. In fact, they referenced that. Did they really? Yeah, that? in one of the reports. On uh, uh, it was discovered on August 13th after the owner of the former KFC, a guy named Ivan Lopez, was pulled over by the San Luis uh, Police Department. A K9 unit alerted officers to two boxes, tool boxes, in Lopez's truck, and inside the boxes, authorities say they found 118 kilograms of methamphetamine, 6 grams of cocaine, 3 kilograms of fentanyl, 13 kilograms of white heroin and 6 kilograms of brown heroin. The fentanyl alone equaled 3
3: million dosage units. Do you know how much how much of that stuff comes across the border? It's amazing. Now, can you leave this tunnel open and just use it for the transportation of chicken? That'd be cool. Earlier that day, Lopez was seen removing
1: toolboxes from the old KFC. He is the owner of the building that once served the fast food as the fast food restaurant. Agents executed a search warrant at the former restaurant Lopez's residence. When investigating the old KFC, they found the entrance of the tunnel in the kitchen area. It is 8 inches in diameter, 22 feet deep, and extended 590 feet long.
3: Well, you know, they knew something was up because the picture of Colonel Sanders on the sign outside, he was missing teeth and had a tattoo on his face. Uh, It ends at a residence in uh, San Luis,
1: Rio, Colorado, Sonora, Mexico. And at the Mexican side, the tunnel exited through a trap door underneath a bed. Authorities believe that the narcotics being smuggled through the tunnel were being pulled up with a
3: rope. So, uh, but, listen, I always wild. think I always think if I was a kid and I had access to a tunnel like this, you'd spend your time down there all the day. It'd be awesome. He's in his meth tunnel. Yep.
1: Um, I love this story. A woman's excitement over an internship may have gotten the better of her. Now, a woman identified only as Naomi uh, using harsh language shared on Twitter that NASA had accepted her for an internship. All right, so she was excited. Yes, of and, course. And she wrote, I don't know exactly what she wrote, but it was it was something, I guess, that used the F word or something along the lines it was it. Like, it was like mother
3: effing oh, no. NASA, like Uh-oh. bitches, yeah. something like that. So
1: former NASA engineer and the author of the book and movie October Sky, Homer Hickam. Yes. This is who that movie was about. <laughs> Homer Hickam replied, and he just simply wrote language. That's yeah. all he wrote yeah. to her. She replied with, suck my D and balls, (laughs) I'm working for NASA. Oh, my God. She didn't know who he was. She didn't know who he was, clearly. And so Homer Hickam replied back. (laughs) And I'm on the National Space Council oh, no. that oversees NASA. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. He's more. He's one of more than two dozen people named to the newly created National Space Council <laughs> Users Advisory Group, where it eventually came out that Naomi had lost her internship. Oh, man. Oh, bummer. But uh, the response from Twitter users was a bit mixed. Now, Hickam later wrote about the incident on his blog saying that he had nothing to do with her getting fired. He said, I'm a Vietnam vet and uh, not at all offended by the F word. However... When I saw NASA and the word used together, it occurred to me that this young person might get into trouble if NASA saw it. So I tweeted to her one word, and that was language, and intended to leave it at that. Yes, Uh, and I believe him. Soon, her friends took umbrage and said a lot of unkind things. But uh, long after I was gone, he said <laughs> I immediately deleted my comments and blocked all concern. Later, I learned that she had lost her uh, th- that uh, she had lost her offer uh, for an internship at NASA. He said this I had nothing to do with, nor could I, since I do not hire and fire at the agency or have anything to say on employment whatsoever. But she did get an internship at Vivid. As it turned out, it was due to uh, the NASA hashtag that her friends used that called the agency's attention to it long after my comments were gone. So the friends started trying to help out, caused it to be a uh, a bigger problem for her. She eventually reached out and apologized to Homer after the conversation. Hickam had kind words to say about Naomi. He said also that he would help her find a better position. He said she reached out to me with an unnecessary apology, which I heartily accepted and returned my own. After talking to her, I'm certain she deserves a position in the aerospace industry, and I'm doing all that I can to secure her one that will be uh, better than she lost. I've also talked to the folks that had to do with her internship and made absolutely certain that there will be no black mark on her records. That's very cool of him to do that. Funny as hell, too, (laughs) man. All right, and then we'll just do one more quick story because we're going to move on to something. Uh, The flatulent security guard that went viral for filming himself farting at work for the past six months uh, has apparently lost his job.
4: Well, (laughs) come on, man. Uh, I mean, honestly, he's not really doing anything wrong. But there was,
3: I think, a one critical mistake in his bit. Vid- if you watch the video, yeah, you can see his badge.
1: No, he says that that he, he made it a point not to uh, reveal any uh, uh, any tags that would indicate where he was working. Uh, the post even inspired a compilation of his expulsion arranged in order of length. Uh, which one Redditor called the Sistine Chapel of Fart Videos. (laughs) Unfortunately, the newfound fame cost, as they're calling him, Paul Flart, uh, his job. (laughs) In an Instagram live video, Paul Flart, whose real name is Doug, recorded himself getting fired as well. He said it, it wasn't his actual farting that got him dismissed, but the fact that he recorded himself on the job, so while working. Yeah. So I, uh, they Apparently it said, it's come to our attention that you recorded yourself wearing that uniform on our client's property. When Doug pointed out that none of his videos showed any logos or identifying details about the workplace, his supervisor handed him the official write-up. He did show his badge, but you can't see where he's working at the time. Does the badge mention the company that provides I, the security? I don't know. Uh, he Doug turns the camera and shrugs and said, that's it. We lost the job, guys. Uh, as his now former supervisor berates him for recording on private property, Doug keeps going saying, please stay tuned. I appreciate all of you. So what's next for him? Well, he told Vice that he has Paul Flart merchandise in the works. Helpful Redditors encouraged him to contact Jimmy Kimmel and get a manager. Doug is ready to hustle for his farts, telling Vice that we live in a society where this is the big popular thing right now, but next week, unless I'm doing more than keeping it going, it's going to be nothing. He also hinted at,
3: Entertainment making, is fickle.
1: at making themed fart content. Uh, he said we can do Paul Flart on vacation, you know, throw in a, like a Hawaiian shirt and a hat for some of some sort, and then just fart around Florida. Oh, I'd like to see right? him with Kourtney Kardashian. That's what he plans on doing. Uh, and there you go. That's your bizarre file. We do have a, a compilation of the farts, but it's just... It's, it's not recorded well. No. The funny part is his facial expressions. Yes. Yeah. As he's... He's uh, got a big sort of meaty face. It reminds me... Not his meaty face, but he reminds
4: me of you, Casey. I, well, I got this sent to me a lot of times. And, you know, uh, the farts, the faces he makes are just c- kind of like matter of fact. Like, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. There's mm-hmm. another one. Yep.
1: Exactly. Uh, well... We want to uh, we wanna bring something up here real quick. Uh, there's a young lady celebrating a birthday this well, weekend. I... What?
3: <laughs> this is for you.
2: I know, I don't like this.
3: All right, it's Kathy's birthday. That's this why we're kidding.
1: doing
2: it. No. <laughs> we're not we're not gonna
3: No, it's nothing big.
1: We're gonna get you a gift.
3: Yeah. That's okay. what this is. That's what we're gonna do. You asked where it, Nick was it, yes. in, in the straightest, streamlined, most uneventful way possible. Exactly. We wanted something that was shallow and meaningless. We, well, we knew you didn't want to make a big deal about your birthday, so we're not gonna make a big no. deal about your birthday.
1: But we wanted to get you a gift. Yeah. Okay. Is that but, okay?
2: Is it something gross that I'm gonna be? No, asking?
1: no, no.
3: And we did it. I, we think well, we've done it. How,
2: how dare like you? You haven't given me a possum before.
4: How dare birthday? you,
3: Kathy? <laughs> it was a baby possum, and okay. they're adorable. <laughs> So,
1: Nick is not actually in the bathroom using the glory hole. Oh, he's, he's not?
4: No. He's
1: finished slurping, and he's out on the street now. He's yeah. on the phone line. Oh. Nick, Nick, are you there?
9: Well, I'm not in the bathroom using the glory <laughs> hole. i <I'm> another one. <laughs> right.
1: Uh, no, Nick, tell Kathy where you are.
9: Kathy, first of all, happy birthday. Thanks. Second of all, I am in one of your favorite places on the planet, and if you can guess where it is, I'll give you a big wet kiss when I get back there.
2: Okay, I don't want to kiss. Are you at Target?
9: I'm at Target.
6: <laughs> <laughs> not wow. only that.
9: Wow. How,
1: how wow. is this a
2: gift for me?
9: Well, well Nick is
1: not only at a Target. Which Target are you at, Nick? Kathy, I'm at the Kathy Romano Memorial Target in
2: Plymouth, UTA. Right. Your target. So I think I know what's going to happen, and I, and I have something to tell you afterwards. So. Okay. okay. All
1: right. So what? this was this your idea, case?
4: Yes, it was. All right. So because I love you, Kathy, we have Kathy.
1: not done this in a while, but we have decided to do pacing for prizes, mm-hmm. which is when we have sent uh, <laughs> Nick into a uh, a target. Uh, and he will go in randomly and start walking in a specific direction that the caller will tell him to go and take a certain number of steps and turn left or right and take a certain number of steps and so on. And we would normally give them 100 steps, and eventually whatever he landed in front of is what their prize would be. Now, Kathy knows this store back and forth. This is her jam. Yeah, so we're going to do the same thing with you, but we're going to give you 1,000 steps if you want. Okay. And what, you are think, you, like, what are you going to tell us? What did they do? Yeah. They change the layout of the store.
2: They are in the process of changing the layout of the store, and I was just there yesterday. And I texted my friend and said, "I can't find anything in this Target." No! She goes, "I know." She goes, "I can't wait wait until this reconstruction is over." Well, actually, wait, Kathy, that yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm right out front right now, and yeah,
9: first of all, yeah, Kathy's right. There, there's construction. I mean, there's construction uh, all over the place, but there's a there's a big sign right in the main entrance of Target that says "Open." Big changes in store.
4: Yeah. Oh no! <coughs> well,
3: <coughs> listen.
2: Everything, every listen that the,
3: makes it a ga- that makes it a contest. Yeah. Then all sure. right.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Oh man, would it, it would this have been better if we'd done it at the City Line one? Do you know that that one like the back of your hand? So
2: you know what's funny is I've been going to City Line because the one by my
3: house,
4: <laughs> the one that's <laughs> is closer. We could have said five minutes away, and so we
3: purposely go to the one we figure you know the best. <laughs> uh, do you? Um,
2: and listen, that's that Target in Plymouth Meeting. You. I, I could have told you where anything was in that store. I probably could have done this and got whatever I want. Whatever you want. But but yes, they are they are changing some some things. But do
3: you not want to do it we no, can do it another no, time? No, we, let's we do it. it. I'll, I'll end, the end up with you we were just there yesterday, so you should have at least a working knowledge of a general <laughs> yeah. layout.
2: Let's listen, maybe I'll come home with paper towels.
3: Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So
1: let's uh, you right. Explain how we play this, Preston. It's curve. pretty simple. So Nick will start in a very specific spot in the store. We'll be facing a certain direction of which he will reveal to Kathy. And then Kathy will tell him to take a number of steps in a direction. Nick will do that. And if Nick happens to hit an object, a shelf, whatever it may be, he will say, all right, I can't go any further. And then Kathy will have to say left, right, or turn around and walk a certain number of steps until we eventually land somewhere that Kathy feels... That she says, okay, whatever you're in front of, I'll take. And then Nick can tell her if there are certain, if there are shelves in front of him, you know, he can tell, her, all right, there's four shelves. You want bottom, you know, the next from the bottom, and one after that, or the top shelf. And Kathy can choose. So that's the way it works. Yeah. It's blindly working your way through the store to eventually getting a gift of which we will pay for. Can I know
2: which Can I know which entrance you're starting at?
1: He'll tell you exactly
9: yeah. where Go. he's going to start yeah. Yeah, I'm on the right-hand side, so there are a lot of stores in the Plymouth Media Metro, I'm the one closest to Saks Fifth Avenue, off Fifth, and uh, Bed Bath and & Beyond. And the other reason that we're doing this contest is because uh, the listeners love it so much. <laughs>
4: they just <laughs> they love do. it. We always get people who tell us how boring it is. Well, whatever. Hey, listeners, by the way, you can, and Kathy, the reason I put your phone yeah. away and I closed your computer oh, yeah. is because our listeners can watch on Facebook Live right now. Yeah, watch uh, Nick
1: walk around Target.
4: Okay. Yeah, Facebook okay. yeah, Live. Oh
3: my
4: God! <laughs> Listen, there are
2: some ladies that are going to love this. Mm-hmm.
4: There you go, and some gentlemen.
3: All right, uh, should we get started? Let's yes. get started, okay, okay. All so right, that um... the listeners can enjoy the boredom.
1: <laughs> All right, Nick, uh, go into yeah. the uh, go on in and uh, tell us where you're going to start. It can be wherever you want to.
9: All right, so I am on the uh, like I said, I'm on the right hand side of the Target. I'm going in the main entrance. Uh, intern Ryan has the Facebook Live up and running, and okay. Kathy, I am walking through the main doors now. Okay, and I am now inside of Target. Do
2: you see the construction? To the left and your right.
9: Yes, I do. I see the construction well off to the left, and to my right is the uh, the coffee stand. And then beyond, uh, and to the right of that are our products. And uh, but there's also right. uh, greeting cards right at the front. All right. How many steps do so, you want him to
2: take? Okay, in so, what direction. So that's where he's starting. Okay. Yeah. I want you to take um, five steps forward.
3: Five. All right. Okay. She's got, oh, she's she's gonna... got a thousand to burn up. Uh-huh. By the way. Oh, I gotta. You may want If yeah. you're listening, <laughs> you may want to buy lunch. Yeah. We'll never okay. go to a thousand.
2: Okay, I want you. I want you to take um, thirty steps right.
1: Okay. Ooh, okay. On. It's already on the five, right eight, side of seven, the store eight, eight, as it is. Eight, He's heading over. To- I think the electronics are over that way, like video games. Eight, and well, no. Stuff.
9: We- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I, I've stopped in front of a shelf because I've gone twenty steps, but I cannot walk any further straight. Mm.
2: Wait, you made a right though, right? Yeah.
9: I did make a right, and then okay. I walked twenty paces, but I had to stop. So you have. Uh, by my count, uh, nine
4: hundred and ninety-five, <laughs> <Yeah>, 975 <laughs> steps. 975 so what do we do now steps. that
2: he's in front of a shelf? You right? can either you can have him,
4: have him
1: turn, you take, take what, what he's got there, or you can turn and uh, go a different direction or whatever you want to. All
2: right. Uh, go go left five steps.
9: Okay. All right. One, two, three, four. All right. Five.
2: Okay. On, five. And then I want you to turn right again and go uh, 20 more <laughs> steps.
9: Okay. Okay, I've gone 13, and I had to stop again.
4: And by the way, we, it, we haven't what? really um, – we didn't put a cap on, on how much you can spend, by the way. Uh, let's just say whatever, no. and I think Beasley exactly. is a very
3: generous <laughs> company. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah.
2: trying to get to the TVs. <laughs> and
9: also, um, Casey, to that point, I believe my target card does have a limit. Okay. okay. All right, but Joe Bell's
4: does not. That's right. <laughs> oh. He has a, He has a platinum target card. Can
2: I ask one question?
4: We you... don't know if we can answer it. All right, it, well, I'm but... going to
2: ask anyway. Nick, are you standing on tile or carpet?
4: Oh, uh, that's a great question. Oh, guys. That it's... means I... do you shave your pubes or not? <laughs> Is he allowed?
9: Uh... Yeah, look, come yeah. on. Yeah. It's his birthday. It's my yeah, all right, so I'm st- I'm standing on carpet, and I'll yes. tell you one more thing: is that I'm I'm in front of a wall. I can't go any further to the in the direction
3: that you were sending me. I can go left or right, or I can turn around. He's on carpet. He has stopped. He can either go left or right. You're a call. So Patty if, if I
2: if I say what I want, uh, that we want to go on the shelf, is that it? is the game over? Do we, uh,
1: yes. Uh, and then, then he'll tell you uh, shelf <laughs> shelfwise or product up or down if there are things stacked there.
2: All right. Well, I think I'm in the general area, so l- let's go for it.
1: He's right. facing a wall, though, he said, correct? Well, hang on. hang on, Nick, is there anything in front of you that can be
9: purchased? There are products in front of me that are available for purchase, and Preston uh, and Kathy, there are three shelves, top, middle, and bottom, to choose from.
2: Okay. I'm going to go. <laughs> hmm. If we're in the right area, I would say bottom. But if we're not in the right area, typically, <laughs> you want to go for the middle shelf, because that's where they put the most desirable items. So... <gasps> I'm going to go middle shelf, Nick.
1: Middle shelf. All right, she's chosen, Nick. Can you tell us what Kathy has found in her very favorite Target?
9: Kathy Romano, lover of Target, excellent direction giver. You have in your possession now (laughs) a brand new... 50 inch television by Vizio
4: hey! oh, yes! You did! It!
6: Thank
9: she you, knows BG. her partner. You
4: got to be fucking kidding yes! me. I I've yes! been
1: watching. Yes! I've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the Facebook Live as you were doing this, and you were steering him. Yes. Oh, my God. The, the first place that he stopped at, Kathy, yeah. were the phones. Okay. All, okay. all of the, that, like, the cell phones, all yeah, the iPhones yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and Androids and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh. You, you went right for the heart of it.
4: Well, real quick, Nick, <laughs> is, is that is headed awesome. to the TVs? That is awesome. What was on the top shelf and what was on the oh. body shelf as far as TVs are concerned?
9: They, they're all great TVs, Casey, uh, Kathy. Uh, the middle of the three, the top shelf was uh, a 55-inch television from Vizio. The the middle one was 50-inch, and the bottom one was um, also 55-inch, but apparently not as good quality because the middle one <laughs> is a brand-new 50-inch TV from Vizio with a retail <laughs> value of $439.99,
3: an excellent Yeah, film. so good yes. question, Nick. 4K <laughs> and the whole thing? I'm sorry, what is was it that? 4K, HDR, the whole thing? Oh, yeah, Steve. It's a
9: UHD 4K resolution, smart TV, three HDMI inputs to 120 hertz, effective refresh rate, three-year protection plan, available on all TVs. That's and a fine how How'd a I do,
3: Steve? Uh, you, Vizio is a, is a, is yeah. a fine for, for that Vizios. for that level of set. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> but yeah. We
4: were just doing this for fun, Kathy, since you didn't want us to do anything for your birthday. <laughs> oh my god. I can Yes, I can believe this. I can, I can totally it. believe this. I can. Yeah. Listen,
2: I've for for years and I I still want to do it. If if Target uh top people at Target are listening, I I think you could put me in there. Um and maybe we have to wait a little bit after the construction, but blindfold me and I could get to any point, I could spend the night. I could That's probably one place I could camp out. Do, yeah.
3: let's do let's do an overnighter. I, but, I y- could yeah. do it.
2: Think about it. There's everything that you need there. What
3: was the, the, that the, movie with Jennifer Connelly. They stayed in a Target overnight. Yeah. Yes. You know the one I'm talking yeah, about. I love it. What is the name of that thing? Uh, it, 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 she, she gets on the motorized horse ride. Yes. In a in a wife beater yep. and um, yeah, it's a we could thing. we could redo that, Do that scene with Kathy. with Kathy.
2: And part of what they're doing in this whole construction project at the the Target in Plymouth meeting is um, they're adding
3: alcohol. They have a liquor license. And is it's that hanging, right? It's hanging on the front door. <laughs> the
1: devil, you say. Well, this, but this
3: no, alcohol stuff. The Acme over in Roxborough now yeah. has a wine section. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely.
3: I've yeah. been uh, endorsing that. Absolutely. Yeah, the frosted
1: mug. Uh, well, Nick nice work.
2: <laughs> Nick, can you drop my TV off at my house?
3: <laughs> yes,
11: absolutely. Target delivers, to Thank you.
1: They're right.
3: actually very, very light, those videos. All right, Nick, yes, head on back. Good. We'll see you in a few she minutes. She scored a pass. goddamn TV. How about that, <laughs> man? TV. She scored a TV. Oh, my God. Oh, see? And you
1: thought we were going to do something that you wouldn't enjoy. See? Mm-hmm.
2: No, Think I... Think better of us. I just, all of a sudden, Nick, Nick was in and out, in and out, and then he disappeared, mm-hmm. and I asked him, Max, I'm like, where's Nick? He was like, right Away. He was like, oh, the bathroom. I'm like, for a half an hour, mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> she thought Chuck E. Cheese again. Yeah. Nope, we went we yeah. were a little low key oh
6: God, so on the poppin'
2: and
1: circumstance, but we wanted to do something fun and have you end up benefiting in the process.
3: Talk about thank a you. talk about a Target birthday, the cake last night and today, yeah. and then you score a TV. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> so, get any better. Do I
2: really get the
3: TV? Yes, yes.
2: get the TV, you get the freaking TV. It's our gift to you. Awesome. Yeah. thank you guys.
1: All right, we got to take a quick break. We'll come back in a moment because uh, Mr. Dan Soder is going to be in our studio. He is performing at Helium. Comedy club tonight and through the rest of the weekend we'll be back make sure you stay with us
12: now more with Preston and Steve on 933 WMMR
1: uh, thank you very much, Kathy. And uh, Kathy, you have a fan in our next guest. In your recent victory I know. at yeah. Target, he was very excited in the green room, uh, appearing at Helium Comedy Club tonight and through and uh, tomorrow as well. Please welcome Mr.
13: Dan Soder. Yay. Yay. Do not clap for me. You clap for Kathy. That was unbelievable.
6: It's impressive, wasn't it?
13: Unbelievable. As yeah. a man that was forced to wear Target clothes until he was fifteen, that was unbelievable. I mean, that's a, that's
3: a knowledge of Target that's just it's deep, awe-inspiring. It's deep. Yeah, yeah. That is
13: like, that's pretty crazy. It's like in movies where they call in someone and they're like, we've got a point guy. <laughs> right, yeah. He's like, yeah, I lived among them for years. Yeah. And then Kathy just comes in, she's like, where do you want to know where the hot dogs are? <laughs> into the left. Starbucks is just slightly more to the left. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, this loofah's going to stink. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, she's, about to, she's about to get some travel crest. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and then got Honestly, well, there's two things. The travel <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are two things I go
3: to Target for. I, I go I go to that section, like an HDMI cable, or those little airport travel, travel sizes. Right? Oh, they got
13: everything. They're bins full of that crap. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a, a frame guy myself. The frame <laughs> The, the frame, Oh awful. yeah. Uh, what I miss, I, I quit drinking five years ago, yeah. and uh, I tell people they're like, "What do you miss about drinking?" I's like sometimes being day drunk in a Target, <laughs> I <used> to be, <laughs> just be kind of hammered, and I'm yeah. like, "Oh, so you work here? How is it working here?" And the guy's like, I, "What? Why do you care?"
2: <laughs> Ch- listen, that's happened. I, I went Christmas shopping after a few glasses of but, wine, i yeah. with a girlfriend of mine, and I came home with a Ninja Turtle bike that was way yeah! too big for my son. <laughs> he used it like three years later.
13: Yeah, but that's pretty awesome. What what a great ahead of the Curve present. Yes. You yes. Know, too bad, uh, day drunk mom is from the future. It'll get you a good bite for three years. Yeah. Also, here's a TI-83 for your senior year of high school. Uh. Just getting used to a graphing calculator. <laughs> when need it. Wow, that's cool. Uh, well, welcome back to Philadelphia. Yeah, man, love being back in Philadelphia. I felt bad last time I was at Helium. It was like New Year's Eve week, and you guys were off, so I, I yeah. missed. I missed seeing you guys.
3: Well, you, 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 look, you're busy. You work with one of our our, our bestest buddies, a big J. You
13: know I mean, the man.
3: That guy's He's the man. Great. He's great. Philadelphia's own, super nice, and you're both. You're both super funny, and, oh, you, and you have
13: your um, you, your bonfire show. Yeah, Monday through Thursday on Sirius XM 95.
3: You pair really nicely. It's a, it's a good Thanks. vibe. I check it out often. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: are you I I, I listen as well. Is yeah. that
3: how off the cuff is that entire show? I mean,
13: seriously? Yeah. We we smoke pot and hang out. I right, so <laughs> it's like I mean, so it, there's like, there's, like, there's no like there's no lie. There's no like I'm a big wrestling fan. There's no kayfabe. There's nothing yeah. like we don't lie anything. We like We come in, and he goes, dude, I watched this video. Do you want to watch it? And then we just watch it on the show. Right. Because I mean, as YouTube professionals like you guys, it must drive you nuts. No, 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 because we're we're similar.
1: We kind of just go, what do you feel like talking about? Yeah. And then then we go into it, and and we don't really have much of it. There are a couple of benchmarks that we have that are structured. But for the most part, the show is very free-flowing, and I get that sensation from you guys as well.
13: Honestly, the way it feels doing the show, it feels like uh, they let the two potheads run the high school news channel <laughs> so here's like, the they're difference like, though. they're like you guys can do whatever you want you're like yeah.
3: here's all the right. difference though dan they're, like there was a big podcasting convention into the in in, in the city and and a whole bunch <laughs> of shows come in there are a lot of shows like that yeah they're not all good yeah and that's the difference we... you gotta have the chops to pull it off you guys do yeah i, I don't know how many times at this podcast convention We're just talking. Yeah. Well, is it interesting? (laughs) Yeah,
13: yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you guys know Big J. He's one of the funniest human beings on the planet, and it's just like uh, he—he's like one of my good friends. To where it's just I get to see my friend for work. But that's it. It's—it's
3: funny because it's one of the most critical aspects of anything. Yeah. And and as as a morning show, and our pentameter has to be a little bit more accelerated, you know, because people are are getting off the work and so on and so forth. But when we were building the show. A chemistry, a symmetry, a, a synergy. Yeah. A, and it's lightning in a bottle. And he's a buddy. You're you both yeah. buddies. I you mean, can tell.
13: the one thing I've told Jay the entire time is like, this is so much fun for me that the second it's not fun is probably going to be the moment I have to walk away. Just yeah. Because it's like I, I want to keep that kind of like innocence to it where you're just like, oh, no, nah, man, I'm just excited to hang out with my buddy. I watch this stupid video that yeah. I think will have fun or, you know, this like the Madonna speech for Aretha Franklin. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to talk to Jay about <laughs> this because yeah. Yeah. she's Crazy. She's yeah. insane. Yeah. Like, and she
3: she looked like she looked I said she looked like somebody she walked out of the dark crystal. I mean I, it's
13: <laughs> it looked like your uh it looked like your strange aunt that got married in Sedona and then showed up and you're like, Yeah, that's Kathy. Uh she's gonna talk about herself for a lot, but we had to invite her to the wedding. She's her mom's sister. And her fu- her grill, her yeah. fake grill I, dude, we pushes were making, her
3: lips out.
13: Well, she had me and Jay were talking about this on the show. She had a lisp. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it's so funny when and someone's being so narcissistic with a lisp.
6: <laughs> really, like,
13: really, everyone understood that I was a different person. Pretty th- pretty soon, <laughs> I saw myself. It's like, Madonna, you stink. Yeah. <laughs> you just, stink.
2: I, I can't take that the accent, the lisp, like all of that, it, it changes. It's changed so many times. But it's yeah. also
3: so easily correctable.
13: Yeah. Take that goddamn thing out of your mouth. It, they're also all symptoms of not having one person around going, what are
4: you no. doing? Yeah, yeah.
13: Stop no. It. But Donna hasn't had a person go like. Well- what the yeah. hell are you doing? It's no, you're 80s. right.
4: Well, why do you think um, all of these these celebrity marriages don't work? Yeah. Because eventually, because all these people, they just have yes men around them all the time. Yeah. And then when you marry somebody, they're not going to be a yes man for you anymore. And they don't like that. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Because
13: they're t- like, you just want a hype man. Mm-hmm. It yeah. takes someone
3: consistently kissing Madonna to go, could you take that goddamn thing? Goes, <laughs> oh,
0: oh, love, I'm sorry. I just
13: licked your grill. <laughs> she's like, oh, hold on. Like an like a, old She's wearing, yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. Oh, is that a? It's too much. That forehead crystals, uh, it was enough to me to be like, dude, MTV is so dead yeah. that they've dug up Madonna and put <laughs> wind crystals on her head.
4: Well, you it's
3: know, like, zombies are
4: thing now, so.
13: Did you yeah.
3: hear that? I mean, again, so last year's was super <laughs> low rated. This one exceeded it. Yeah,
13: because kids would rather watch Snapchat. That's it. It, and so the think, VMAs were so cool when I was growing up oh my god it was like appointment television yeah, you' are like yeah. a v- I wonder what's gonna happen at the VMAs and now you're like oh they're doing that they all also- they were two blocks away from us and oh, we we're really? like oh that's how we knew that's how I knew the VMAs were happening I was like oh radio Sixth Avenue is you can't walk across it because Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande <laughs> are making out in front of Radio City <laughs> Like our friend and his new superstar girlfriend.
3: Are you friends with Pete? I've known Pete since he was 15. So Pete's, hey, hey, we've never had him on the show. He's like a He's great guy. Hilarious. Always wanted to have him on. When I saw that pairing, as I think everyone else did, what? But you know, they seem to be like, it seems to be like massively I, real
13: deal. I want Pete to be happy as his friend. That's yeah. all I care about. It was a very similar reaction to Pete <laughs> dating Ariana Grande. Is when my friend started doing blow in college. <laughs> Girl, I was like. Uh-huh. Just don't let this destroy you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah You're like, having fun.
13: Look yeah. at me in the face. Yeah. Do not let this ruin you. You can handle it. Right?
0: He's like, oh yeah, I was going to do a key bump real
13: quick in the bathroom. This is a pop song. I'm like, don't do this. Yeah, it's crazy. I can't argue though. She's she's gorgeous. She's she's, she's Ariana Grande. She's yeah. like. A massive, huge global celebrity, and yeah. it's
6: Pete. It's, yeah. our buddy Pete. <laughs> it's our
13: buddy Pete. It's our buddy Pete. It's like, um, um, but honestly, he's like above. Like Jay's hung out with them. Yeah, I, yeah. I have yeah, like. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, like he went over to their apartment. I, I That's have to be wild. It's it, yeah. He said it's like a giant spaceship. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man. Millionaires, when they get like a certain amount of money, <laughs> they for some reason all the comfort in their a uh, uh, place leaves. Yeah. Like, yeah, I dated a wealthy girl and her apartment felt like a Japanese insane asylum it was like just white walls and you're I like, was just hey, saying do you that
3: not go crazy in here yeah.
7: I was just
13: saying that this morning we were, we were at a venue last night that that was
3: wonderful at Harris we had it we had a, a a wonderful event it was a sprawling room with very sparse amount of furniture because it's more like a concert venue yeah but it, it ends up looking like a villain's lair in a, in a in a James Bond movie so it's like <laughs> yeah, huge yeah. windows yeah. two chairs and a table or like when, when dr no wants to interrogate yeah. you he puts you in this room
13: you expect someone to Come in with like right. a low, like a highball glass of yeah, whiskey exactly. and be like you're wondering why you're here. <laughs> <They> ha- <laughs> it's to die.
3: They have all the money for comfort, but they don't they don't invest yeah. in it. It's it's yeah.
13: it's super creepy because I'm like a. I like places that you can feel like the soul in it. Like, you know, with like knickknacks and stuff. Right. And, like, yeah. Pictures on the wall where you're like, Oh, you live here. <laughs> yeah. But when you walk into a nice place and you're like, Hey, I don't want to touch anything. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm the messy kid. I'm like, I don't I just don't want to touch the walls. It's just somewhere it,
4: where you can actually put your feet up on yeah. on, on a couch well, or something it's, like that.
3: It's like the wealthy equivalent of when I was growing up, my, my the, the, the Kostanowicz family in my neighborhood. Yes, they had they had all their furniture was covered in a thick plastic. Yeah. So this living room was never used. It was just a showroom. Yeah. Right. That you walk past on a mat, on a plastic mat into the kitchen. <laughs> well, let yeah.
4: me ask you, because you, you've you had a recent um, run uh, of success over the last, probably since you stopped drinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
13: I mean, it, it definitely, uh, it lines up perfectly.
4: Right, so, but I'm sure that there is a certain charm to when you first moved to New York City, you lived in a tiny little place, That you know, do, is there any of that? That you miss.
13: I still live in the same apartment. <laughs> really?
4: Well, you, yeah. well, you came lived, from Colorado,
3: right? Yeah,
13: I moved, I, I moved from Denver, and I went to school in Tucson in Arizona, and then I moved. I, that's where I started comedy, and then I moved to New York, and I've been in New York for the last 12 years. I've been in the same apartment in Queens for the last 12 years. Mm. And what, so. Why there, is there's, that?
4: There's it's, a charm to Queens.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It really
13: is. Yeah,
4: but it's you're, you're comfy there, you, or you just landed the perfect spot when you when you move there.
13: Uh, no, I moved into a windowless room for eight years. <laughs> far from the perfect spot. It was almost to the point where I was like, "What the hell am I doing to myself?" Uh, I had to sleep with the door open because there's a heater in that room, but no windows. <laughs> so you shut that door, <laughs> and you are going to drop weight for a wrestling <laughs> meet. Uh, but I, uh, I I just I loved the apartment, and I live with Mike Vecchione, who's a Philly guy. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious Comic, the album, actually, um, The Worst Kind of Thoughtful, comes out today on iTunes. So download that. I'll plug Mike. It's album. all over your Twitter page. Yeah. yeah. G- go plug that. And Mike Vecchio hilarious. Basically, what happened was I had roommates, and finally Mike and I were just going to get an apartment together. And I was like, why don't we just stay in this apartment and just, you know, like, redo it. So we just kind of stayed in the same apartment because it's close to LaGuardia. It's, like, cheap. I don't – and I and – I, you know, it's, like, a thing to me. I, I didn't want to – you're move. you're away a lot yeah a i'm on the road
3: 30 weeks a so year you don't need that blow apartment. yeah you know? i mean
13: they'd be stupid i'd come in and it's like i like living in the i love the neighborhood i know the people yeah yeah. there's yeah. something to be said about that where i think it's like i don't want to live in some I, also i can't really afford it I'm, they don't pay me billions they pay me thousands speaking <laughs> of, of
3: of of uh billions uh you're so you're you're on the show billions yeah. And um, what is the status of that? Casey's a big fan. I watched a little bit of it initially, but I, I, I kind of fell off the grid on it. But you, what, didn't like,
13: you didn't like Chuck getting peed on in the first episode? <laughs> I did yeah. actually like that. Steve, but... <laughs> come on, Steve. Stick with it. Yeah. Maggie so, But some...
4: Preston is a huge fan of, of uh, Chuck.
13: Uh... Paul, Paul Giamatti. Giamatti? Paul, yes. Yeah, I'm going to get on
1: board. I've had enough people tell me, you need to watch
13: this show. It's great. It's, it's great. It's, it's time
1: to get on board, and I'm going to do
13: it. It's weird to be a fan of a show you're on because I hate when I come on screen. Really? So, yeah, I, just, I hate my own scenes, so it's yeah. like, I'll be into it, and I'm like, oh, God, look at my stupid forehead. <laughs> one time, one time, my ex was watching it with me, and she's like, this is uncomfortable. I don't like this. Because I'd be like, why is my skin on my forehead stupid? And she's like, can you not do that? I'm like, I'm a comic. I'm not an actor. I'm not, like, watching it like... Good decision. <laughs> I'm like God. I'm a real. I mean, I'm a giant ogre. Uh, I love Damian exactly Lewis, the yeah. way I would have played yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, but Damian Lewis is the man. I yeah. mean, that whole cast is awesome. We start. Oh, stupid idiot! <laughs> yeah, we're looking at what an a idiot? It again. Oh, yeah. oh, Maggie Siff! I get to see her. You got to understand, I'm so excited. We're we're back to we're back to school Monday. Yeah. is we that start, right? Season four starts. Very cool. So I get to see all. I haven't seen these people since March. I mean, I, I hang out with like some of the axe cappers. Yeah, and uh, occasionally, but like Maggie Siff is one of the greatest human beings on the. Planet. Is she? One of the greatest human beings on the planet. She's super attractive. And she's just, like, talented. She's awesome. She's just, like, a great person. That's why they wrote this in because they kind of knew I had, like, a little bit of a schoolboy crush on her. Really? Yeah. Like, there was a scene in season two. There was, like, this poker tournament um, that involves, like, the new uh, Taylor Mason is, like, in this uh, uh, poker tournament. And we hadn't seen Maggie since season one so she was on set and I was like oh look who's back Diva Maggie Smith Maggie Sith won't even like talk to us and she's like yeah I actually demanded that your, uh, Dan Soder be my hot and tot this year and I was like what shut up <laughs> <laughs> and I just walked away I was like this is, this is stupid <laughs> and everyone was like why did you become a 6th grade boy I'm like because Maggie Sift just said here. I don't even know what that means <laughs> but it's set in a sexual town and I need to go take a long walk you know
3: there are some. there are some <laughs> Some women that are like that, we had Gina Gershon. Oh, man. Yeah, Gina, yeah. Gina Gershon Hella, yeah. just oh, commands man.
13: guys like oh. nobody's business. Maggie Siff could be like... Fist fight your mom. And I'd call her up and I'd be like, Trish, wrap those hands. You're <laughs> the in candidate. Yeah. I know, This fight's been building for 35 years. We'd do a whole 24 seven on it. So damn, that damn, day, the woods are lovely. him and his mom would go to
4: blows. <laughs> the creator uh, of the show must be a, a fan of stand-up because Brian Koppelman.
13: Yeah, yeah, Brian Koppelman and David Levine, I- I've known for years, and they're uh, Brian Koppelman, He like he was a comic. He like did comedy in the city okay. for. Eighteen months when he was going through a writer's block and like got into it. But yeah, uh, Big J was on season one. Yeah. I'd like uh, to Alan... see him come back. Oh, I'd love to rewrite yeah. a nice drug dealer from Montreal. <laughs> uh Alan Havy who's hilarious. Berbiglia. Uh, Berbiglia. I mean, he puts a lot of... There's a lot of good looks for comics on the show, which is great.
3: Yeah, I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I, I definitely enjoyed what I saw on You're Right, President. It's, it's, you know, it, what happens to... Let me ask you. You're on a show that has a buzz like this, though, but there are so many. There's such an influx with Hulu, with Netflix, with all yeah. these other shows. A while ago, a show like Billions would have, boom, you know, like like really, really pop. Like Sopranos, yeah. Yeah, yeah. right. And, and But now there's just... It's it's a glut of really good must-watch TV. Is it a little frustrating, or are you you just loving the ride regardless?
13: No, I mean, it's just crazy to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah. It's just crazy to be a part of, like, a, a major show like that. But it is weird when they're, like... I've been doing comedy for 15 years, and so people a lot of like a lot of bro-ish guys like billions. Yeah, so a lot of guys yeah. will be, and I'm I'm like you Wall b- Street I'm, kind of guys. Yeah, and I'm bored. Yep. I'm borderline white trash. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm real on the cusp. Yeah, and I have that kind of hair trigger. <laughs> yeah. I have like a you know calloused hands trigger. <laughs> yeah. That's why I like Philly so much. Yeah, it's a very yeah. similar like. But these dudes will be like, hey, what's up, bro? Or they'll be like, hey, Maffee. And I'll be like, yeah, don't come at me like that. And then they're just like, what? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm from Aurora, Colorado. I will rip your throat out. Like, like there's been a couple times. I was at a Mets game, and this guy's like, yeah, your axe Axe's bitch. And I was like, what would you be? And my girlfriend saw it. Jay calls it, Big Jay calls it zero to 60 soda. But I go, like, I just fly off the hand. I'm like, what's up, dude? And this guy's just like. Yeah, man, your axe is bitch. I'm like, and what would you? I almost just said the f word because I said it in real life. And I go, what would you be? And he was like, I, I love the show. <laughs> and it's just me holding a hot dog, being like, am I about to fight at a you know... uh, Mets game?
2: My dad loves the show. He's uh, from the Bronx, still has that yeah. Long Island accent.
0: Yeah, bro. So yeah. we we're,
2: we got him the you know the voice control remote. <laughs> yeah. And so he's trying to put billions on. He's going.
6: Billions,
2: <laughs> billions. <laughs> billions, and the TV going. There's a, like can't find it, and so we hear and he's like cursing at <laughs> the remote. F'n <"Effin>
6: billions. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez,
13: get your mother. <laughs>
2: Serious. My brother went in. He was like billions. Yeah.
13: Yeah. There <laughs> the you go, board. Dad. You right. just got to nail the two L's in the <laughs> yeah. in the one word. It's funny
3: though, as you talk about that, because I, I I'm I'm from New York as well, and and, yeah. and that's why I, I love it here because there's a there's a very similar vibe, and you know, and love Philadelphia, but there there is that hair trigger thing. Uh, that, <laughs> that I, I grew, uh, thankfully grew out of because yeah. you, because you realize at a certain point and they, these guys know the story. I ran up onto the hood of a car that was, that was oh, d- following after, too close and that man that guy, after
13: my own heart. Yeah. Guy yeah. could have had a gun.
3: Guy, guy could have had a gun. I think about that a lot. Yeah, yeah. But
13: then uh, and then my temper's like, let's not think about that. <laughs> let's, think, let's think about how this guy just straight up disrespected you. <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, this isn't a good idea. And my temper's like, you're 6'3. You could probably at least scare this guy <laughs> right, pretty good. Right, right. Yeah. So it's <laughs> But it is it is cool to see like who likes the show. Uh Styles P from The Locks was it's Really? He was in serious and I turned the corner and I grew up listening to The Locks. And he's got a backpack on, and he goes, "MF and Muffy," and just slams his backpack, (laughs) and he goes, "What's up?" And I was like, "Styles P," and he's like, "Yo, I love the show," and I was like, "Awesome." So, so do you? You talk about not wanting to see yourself on screen, and it freaks you out, and so on and so forth. I mean, I hate watching my stand-up. Do you? One of the worst things that's certain, I mean, you guys are, uh, you don't understand how much of a treat it is to come on a show like this when you're on the road, <laughs> because, you know, they're not going to hear me in any other market, yeah. but you go on and they're like, hey, it's the out and the kids, <laughs> and they're like, got Dan Sodder in here, and then they just play like my Conan clip for five minutes, oh and I'm just God. like, stop this, please stop, I hate all these jokes, stop <laughs> making me listen to things that I did five years ago. You
4: hit your, all right, do you hate your last episode? album because i just listened to it recently yeah i I, I hate
13: i hate the newest joke i wrote and i wrote that three days ago do you you, you... people really want to hear that stupid story
4: (laughs) i just listen you you have a bit about having the voice that you have now yeah yeah
13: (laughs) tiny that's a real video dude I've, i've been looking for that video my aunt sent me a dvd of my cousin's birthday and my, we're five years old in the video. Because yeah. my, my dad died when I was 14. And my aunt was like, hey, there's, your dad's in this video. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of morbid. Uh, but she's like, I want you to see this birthday party. What ends up happening is my cousin's playing pinball. Yeah. I'm watching him play pinball. Then I just look at the camera and I go, when the light goes off, it means your game's over. And I was like, <laughs> that's my voice at five years old. Wow. <laughs> it upset me. Yeah. I watched watching and I was like, oh, dude. What the hell, man? Yeah. And it really was a thing where I was like my mom has a deep voice and my dad had a deep voice and I've always just been like, I used to call, this is before the internet, when I was young and I wanted a toy, I, I like would save up my allowance and I would call Toys R Us Yeah, and I'd be like, do you guys have RIP Toys R Us? Uh, and I would call yeah. up and be like, do you guys have this wrestling toy or whatever? And they'd always be like, miss, hold on a second. Because my voice was deep enough that they thought I was a grown woman. woman.
10: Wow. But I was like seven.
13: And I was like, "Um, I'm looking for a Hulk Hogan.
3: Did <laughs> you did you sound, so it's like all my, my brothers, you know, and now I have the the most resonant, but yeah. on the phone we all sound the same. So there'd be many times <laughs> yeah. where I would intercept, my brother's g- girlfriend would be calling. Tonight. T- yeah. Tonight I'm going to lick. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know. I'll get my brother. <laughs> ah! Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
13: That's awesome. One time I called my friend, uh, my friend Lewis's house to be like, hey, do you want to like go meet at the park or play or whatever? And his mom answered and I was like, is Lewis home? And she was like, who is this? And I was like, this is Dan. I'm his friend. And she was like, I thought you were his football coach. And I was like, I'm nine. That's yeah. great. Uh, but you recorded your album here in Philadelphia. Trocadero, right? man. That was like, yeah. there was a reason I did my, uh, that was a hour special for Comedy Central that nobody saw. So please go down Download it on iTunes because it's funny, man. You want to talk about, like, being on a show like Billions and there's all these shows out here. Yeah. It's crazy to see how no one does really appointment television anymore. And I, and I did an hour special for Comedy Central back in 2016. Mm-hmm. I released it. I saw it. Thank yeah. you. And it, I, I filmed it here in Philly because I, I love doing shows in Philadelphia. And I was like, I want to do it at the Trocadero. And filmed it and put all this time and edited it and then they aired it 3 times and you're like oh, cool thanks comedy central that just so so we we just had a Kreischer, Kreischer on here so the best
3: trocadero show yeah, he, he just did, did his this, special right, so netflix yep. tonight it, it, it's, it's on right now, it's on yeah, yeah so oh, go stream the machine i love yeah. Burke he, he's, he's great best. great guy but they like he was here during the process leading up to it i mean people as a comedian yeah. you know The amount of work, the the, the meticulous nature of putting together an hour special because you know that special is going to live on. Yeah. And and it's a representation of what is supposed to be the absolute pinnacle of how you've polished this material. Yeah. So it's it's no small task. So, but, but he, he's, you know, he did it. The reviews were in. They're really good. I mean, he's awesome.
13: I love Burt Crusher. And, and And he chose the truck. He loves the truck. Yeah. I, uh, I chose it. And then I talked to Michael Ian Black did a special at the Trocadero and I talked to him about it and he's like, it's perfect. Yeah. He's like, it's perfect. And then we went in with comedy central to like, look at it. And the second I I walked in, I was like, yeah, this is, it's awesome. It's just a great venue in a cool place in the city. And it was it was it was such a just an honor to film that hour special here. I was so mad that more people didn't get to see it. Why then think- I did the Netflix half hour, and you're like, oh, that's where everyone's eyes. are. That's yeah. where it is. That's well, where everyone's. Why watching. do you think it got short shrift initially? Why? why- because I, I honestly I love Comedy Central. Yeah. You know we're on Comedy Central Radio for the Bonfire. Yeah. But I honestly think that they have not evolved in any way okay. to stream. They have a catalog. Of what I can only describe as the be- like yeah. the greatest catalog of comedy specials from the mid '90s. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You can go back and watch a Patrice O'Neill, Comedy Central presents a Nick DiPaolo, yeah. a, a David Tell when David Tell's finding his voice. Yeah, there's all these great things, and it's like put it online. <laughs> yeah, yeah, including me, I have an hour and a half of specials with you guys. Put it online. It's like. It's so frustrating, and uh, watch me them via be like, "Well, <laughs> the bonfire is done." Uh, but it, it really is a thing where you're like, "Come on, guys! Yeah, yeah. Like, how did HBO, Showtime, all these Hulu, Crackle, a co- a coffee company figured it out before you guys? Yeah, yeah. And your Comedy Central. It's very frustrating because it's like, I was so proud of it. I was so proud to come here and film that special, and like the time I put into it, and all that care. And then it's like. Ed, didn't I see you on an hour special two years ago? You're like, yeah, it's just a thing I've worked the hardest on. (laughs) It's fine. I guess I'll just go over here and have sex with myself. (laughs)
2: Well, and they spent money on it, too, right?
13: Yeah, yeah, and then Netflix came in and was like, we got way more money. What do you got? Let's do a half hour, and you're like, Pshh, okay. and "The Netflix... Netflix came in like a like a rich sugar daddy and was like, eh, we don't think you want to be with them. You're like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like you. I like you so much. I want to go to the Bahamas. <laughs> yeah. Whisk me off my feet, and I was like, whatever, I'll sign this contract. But you know
3: what? It's an amazing thing, because I was watching a, 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 a documentary, I guess it's a part of a documentary of about That initial business model of Netflix with the DVDs being sent, yeah. and then when you thought, "Okay, man, they are—they're on their way out." There's a death rattle. Turn it around, and they are a juggernaut. I mean, now. they
13: moved it from—they went from being like, ah, "Who told you guys this was going to be a good idea?" <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, hey, are you yeah. a Martian? Are you from the future? How did you know? It yeah. changed everything. But it did. But that's why, like. Credit to HBO and like Showtime and stuff for immediately being like, okay, we got to just do that too. Like now, HBO is like, now you got HBO Go. So don't worry, you can see everything. Just like, I love Hard Knocks. I love Hard Knocks. Me too. And I love that it's like, you can watch the newest episode right on HBO Go right after it airs. Yeah. Like if I miss D.A.V. and Arnett, I'm like, oh, it's just up there. Right?
3: Yeah. So, yeah. So on the acting, on the, on the you know, you enjoy you, – I think you've said – I've read an interview you said it's the, the, the best job you've
13: ever had. With it's it. cra- It's a crazy yeah. job, and it's very fun, and I like doing it. I is, mean, is it something
3: you see – you know, obviously stand-up is is, is pure for you. It's yeah, what you yeah. are. That's
13: what I do, yeah. But,
3: but, but still enticed by acting? Hell yeah. yeah I yeah. mean,
13: there, there's a lot of stuff where it's like uh, – it's just it's a fun it's i I've had so many bad jobs yeah that when you get a job like acting <laughs> yeah. and they treat you good
4: yeah, yeah. But, but I think with uh with your particular situation because it's kind of it's almost like a side job for you yeah, yeah, yeah. that that you you don't have to cuz you're not an actor It's not like I have to take this job because it's a job that's offered to me. You can be a little bit more selective with the roles that you take. Do you feel that? I mean, or is it something that you, uh, you know,
13: because you do have the safety net. There's there's, there's times where it actually works against me and there's times that it works for me. There's times where I'm like, uh, I have to turn down like small roles because of stand up. Yeah. Like, Like I'm, you know. Coming here, or I'm on the road next weekend, that kind of stuff. where they'll be like, you're filming Friday, and you're like, well, unfortunately, I have a contract that I can't get out of for these live shows. Also, I don't want to cancel those. Yeah. But then there are times where you're kind of like, yeah, I don't, I don't really need to do this, but I want to do it. So yeah, there's there's some cool stuff. Um, Billions is also six months, and mm. it's that's like six months where they're like, y- you're ours. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. Beyond stand up and bonfire, we got you, yeah. and so that's like that starts Monday, where you're kind of like. <sighs> It's like being in the pocket of a mafia boss. Yeah. Because then they're like, we need you today. Where where, do (laughs) you film that, by the way? Uh, They film in Brooklyn. They film in Brooklyn and Queens. Okay. So it's all in
3: New York. There's a number of uh, shows that are there.
13: Are there now, right? I mean, it's crazy, man. We we share the same soundstage as Ray Donovan now. Ah. And uh, Crashing, Pete Holmes' show, was the uh, same soundstage.
4: I like that show. But I keep hearing from other comedians, like, it's not like that at all. I'm like, I don't care. Don't what do you think? <laughs> What's your take uh, as,
13: as he uh, God, God, bless, God bless Pete for getting people jobs. Yeah. I like yeah. comics working. Right? Okay, okay, we'll okay. leave it there. Uh, vote for me for Senate. That was the most, <laughs> that was the most political you, you'll ever hear me. Old YKWD fans will know, I'll be corporate Paid Dan Paid for by Dan yeah. <laughs> I just want to say what a fantastic job he's done bringing jobs to comedy. He brings jobs for comedians. <laughs> Does hey. it accurately portray watch comedian watch the documentary comedian with Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. yeah. That's like the best thing if you want to know what stand up's like.
1: Okay. All right. And uh, how about this uh, Drunk Parents with uh, Alec
13: Baldwin and Dude, Salma Hayek? I don't know. It'd be cool to know when that's ever going to be released. Yeah. 2016 it was made. Is it, yeah. is it in stasis now? Or I filmed in January of 2016. Salma yeah. Hayek? I, I was I I had a scene with Alec Baldwin and I had just gotten my heart broken. Um, uh, it's part of my joke on my Netflix special, but it's true. I I got dumped before this blizzard. Right. And then the next week we filmed, I filmed it with Alec Baldwin and uh, Judah Friedlander, who's awesome, yes. love him. told me was like, immediately when you go on set, tell Alec you know me. He's like, Alec, Alec can be cold, but if he knows that you're a comic, he loves comics. They worked on 30 Rock together. Exactly. So I walk in and we're in the makeup trailer together. I'm like, hi, Alec. Nice to meet you. I'm Dan Soder. Uh, uh, friends with Judah Friedlander. He told me to tell you hello. And he goes, I was the world champ. (laughs) (laughs) And I I love that he said that. And I was like, that's great. But then we, you know, you film all day. We're filming for like 14 hours in this diner. And I was super bummed out. Yeah. And I was like, uh, heartbroken. And, We sit down in between, you know, them repositioning cameras, and there's a plate of French fries, Mm -hmm. and Alec Baldwin just is like, what's going on? And I tell him, I'm like, man, I went through this bad breakup, and, like, I miss her so much, and I just love her. And I tell him the story, and he's just, like, casually dipping these French fries in ketchup. (laughs) Uh And at one point, he goes, someone got in her head. And he's, like, taking a bite, and I was like... And I was like,, uh, yeah, I, I think I was like, I think so. so I'm, cool. it's my favorite part is that at one point he goes, you know I went through a divorce in two thousand, and I was like, yeah <laughs> yeah, think yeah. Uh, I think,
3: yeah.
13: <laughs> pretty sure it was in the news. I think I might have read
3: about yeah. that, saw. but <laughs> you had it, but you had it wrapped
13: up in seven years. yeah he was it was it was one of those weird things because he was so nice to me was, he he? was like, yeah, yeah. And he was like he was giving me like crazy old Hollywood advice. He's like, How old are you? At the time I was 33, I was like, I'm 33. He goes, Don't get married. Don't get married till you're 35. (laughs) Keep your nut low. I go, What do you mean? He goes, Keep everything affordable apartment, whatever. I have a big nut. He was like, I have a house in the Hamptons. I have a lot of things I have to pay for. Keep your net low. And I was like,
0: yeah, sure, Alec Baldwin. Sure, of of course. That's
13: awesome. That's exactly what I'm going to do. But he was so nice. That's I ran good. into him in the West Village walking to the comedy cellar. He was walking his dog, and I was like, Alec, hey, you know, drunk parents. And he's like... You yeah. saw it, like click where he's like, yep. oh yeah, yeah, how are you? And you're like, good. But right. the movie, I don't know. I, I'm. It's. Uh, it, I'm. I would hope it comes out. Okay. Soon. It was fun. Yeah. It was a super fun thing to film. It's cool. Yeah, look, if all
3: that it was ever generated is the French fry story, it's a win. I, love I that mean, area. it really.
13: It yeah. made me laugh out loud the second he someone took got it. Her head. Yeah. When <laughs> yeah. he said that, I was <laughs> like, someone got their head. It made me feel so good because I was like, yeah. If I will – if the shadow thinks so, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> then how does it not? This guy's sell. Oh. This guy's a seller. Always be seller. Always
3: be closing. Oh my God! Plung so, Gary yeah. Glenn Ross. Jesus, is it. he? He's. He he's got you. You're in a movie with some of the most formidable actors in the world, and you steal the movie. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, right? he's great.
13: He's yeah. just like a, it was. It was a weird thing. So when you know when people are like, he's been crazy on Twitter again. You're like, yeah, probably. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know a lot of crazy people that have been nice to me. Mm. Yeah, no.
3: Listen, there's a lot of stuff that he does. That I think is loony, but yeah. but I I think he's I think he'd be a blast to hang out with.
13: Mm-hmm. That's what's crazy about the billions cast is just everyone's like so normal and nice and cool. They're yeah, it's like oh, this is weird.
3: Everyone knows they have the good fortune of being on a show that's. Yeah. Popular and that's uh, that you and you all you'll like each other. That's uh, we were talking about the Big Bang Theory wrapping up. I mean, uh, on a level of having you know f- for for working actors and actresses, and Preston always says it. That's got to be the closest to like a nine to five. You, sh- you, you, have, a, you have you a, can actually a, count on ca- work. Yes, yeah. count yeah. on yeah. work. Yeah. You're showing them it's work that you're you're pretty proud of. We assume they're
13: making they're making good money. Oh, the money that yeah. Have. You don't understand how crazy that money is. Yeah. You don't understand that. How I know about that is uh, I'm a huge 49ers fan and so is uh, comedian Al Madrigal. Yeah. And yes, I came to Philly last year when you guys beat the crap out of us. <laughs> yes, I sat in the rain and watched <laughs> everyone scream behind me, 0 oh, and
7: nine. <laughs> y'all are 0 oh and nine now. Oh,
13: y'all hey, y'all suck. And you're like, cool. Thanks, hey. guys. <laughs> I'm already hard enough being a Niners fan last season. Not having that Delco accent. <laughs> scream <laughs> to the back of my head. Hey! <laughs> uh, <laughs> <you know, like, laughs> I, Jay and Vecchione are literally <laughs> high fiving over my head, <laughs> yes. and I'm just sitting in wet denim. Like, ah, oh, god, this better be worth the wall <laughs> 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 uh, But Al Madrigal, we uh, we go to Niners games when I go visit my grandma. I, I always like to catch like one or two Niners games a season, uh, right. out in the Bay Area. And he went, and I don't want to say the I, I'm, I'm not gonna. It's a guy from Law and Order that Al is friends with. And he's like, Yeah, we flew up on his private jet. And I was like, What? And he's wow. like, Yeah, dude, he's got law and order money. And you're like, Oh yeah, they play that all the time <laughs> on USA. Yeah. That dude's just getting paid every time that runs. Yeah. A thousand times a day. These yeah. big bang people are living like oil sultans. Well, like yeah. they're like I guarantee they have a white tiger. <laughs> One of them has a white tiger <laughs> like, and he's like yeah. a harem of, of something. They have huge rooms with just a chair in it. They go, I made my first billion working on a big <laughs> <laughs> the syndication money pays for the oil pumps. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's true. It's crazy yeah. money. Yeah. So when they're like wrapping up, you're like, oh, you have to have so much money just to be like, guys, let's call the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. To go home. Yeah. Guys, let's go home. Yeah. I feel like I feel like Scrooge McDuck in it.
3: <laughs> I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little winded. Let's yeah. stop it.
13: I'm gonna go take a bath in thousand uh, dollar lotions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just like, That's just what I feel like doing. Yeah, it's crazy money. Yeah, well, you'll be you're, you're on the right path ah, to get man. there, my man. I'm just trying to get my mom a new yeah. forerunner. Yeah. <laughs> just Keep your nut low, man. I'm going back to Colorado garbage. I keep you. I, yeah, I keep your nut low. Get your mom a forerunner. Right. <laughs> Not a new one, at 2015. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, better. my mom has the new one. Hey, Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. I got that's what I tell my mom. My mom's like, Dan, I was in a car accident, I need a new car. Alec Baldwin told me to keep a low nut. (laughs) <laughs> well, like, is that a Me Too? And you're like, no, it's financial advice. <laughs> oh, Mr. B- Mr. Baldwin said yeah, that? Yeah. Okay. That'd be really fun advice. Cash my chips in on a Me Too moment. I'm like, he told me to keep my nut low. I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> uh, we're pretty sure it was fiscal advice. I was like, no, I, I think it was sexual. <laughs> Listen, gang, Dan
1: is going to be at Helium uh, tonight and tomorrow. There's a 7.30 and 10 p.m. show each night. Tickets are only 22 bucks. You can get them yeah. at HeliumComedy.com. Uh, thanks for making it
13: in, man. Yeah, love seeing you guys. Thanks love for having, having me here. on. here. Give Jay yeah. our best, obviously. Absolutely. Give him a big old sloppy kiss on the cheek. Love it, man. Appreciate you being here. Dan Soder, everybody. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Take a break. Back
7: in just a moment. Stay with us. This 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Hey, it's
1: Preston. Listen, when I want to relax, I go to Hand and Stone Massage Facial Spa. Listen, whether you want a rejuvenating massage or refreshing facial, Hand and Stone is the place to go. Introductory massages or facials start at just $59.95. Visit Handandstone.com or one of their 50 locations in the Delaware Valley. Restrictions apply. See spot for details.
8: French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else?
3: Are you ready for love? If so, Stephen makes it easy Handpicking picking diamonds to create a stunning engagement ring that's guaranteed to take her breath away. Stephen Singer Jewelers Real Love Experts at the other corner of 8th and Walmart or IHateStevenSinger.com.
1: Hey, gang, it's Preston. Listen, these days, you know how it is. You can get practically everything you want on demand. I mean, it's like our podcast. You listen whenever you want, when it's convenient for you. But did you know that you can even get postage on demand? Hey, all you need is stamps.com. What is that? Well, I'm here to tell you, friends. With stamps.com, you can access all the services of the post office And do it right from your desk. All available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You just click, you print, you mail, and you're done, my friend. Stamps.com will even send you a digital scale so you can weigh your letters and packages and print the exact amount of postage every single time. Here's what you got to do to get it all, gang. Right now, use Gadzooks for a special free offer. They have a four-week trial that includes postage and the digital scale. So don't wait on this. You want to check it out now. Go to Stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in the word Gadzooks. Once again, that's stamp.com and enter Gadzooks. Check this out. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. And with that uh, beautiful weather, you may want to get out, go somewhere, do something. We, we got another thing for you to do. And I think you'll enjoy it tonight and tomorrow night uh, in Philadelphia at Punchline. We will see our next guest, Mr. Ian Bagg. Yeah! yeah.
7: Everybody. Hey.
3: Another comedian. <laughs> we love comedians. You do. That's Absolutely. great. We usually space them out, but it's the past no, couple weeks, back to back, 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 to to back, back to back. Yeah,
7: like, yeah, like a big variety show. Yeah, I love it. You're just you're sitting over there. going, go. Is there another comedian over there? <laughs> Oh man, he knows a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I gotta keep Son up with this of guy a bitch. The first thing I said, Where, how, how much is his tickets? <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's the only thing
7: I cared about is how much is his tickets? <laughs> oh no!
3: <laughs> well, you know what has happened actually in town because, because of this, because additional comedy clubs and everything, it, it, it puts comedy on the map for people. I love it. And it's it's good. It actually, people, yeah, get out and see a, a good comedy. We have top comics coming to the area. Ian, your tickets are fifty
1: cents more expensive than Dan. Pay that, Dan.
8: Pay that on my Take that your <I'm> billions. <laughs> <laughs> Take
7: that your <dear> billions. <laughs> <laughs> that, <dear> billions! <laughs> You're clearly the
3: premium show. Oh, okay. The premium show.
7: Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually that mid grade gas that nobody uh... uses. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's uh, good to have you back. It's man. good to be yeah. here.
7: I love Philadelphia. And I love being on the radio. And I was in Florida, and you guys were on the radio there, so I listened to you guys there. So you really? got
3: a boost in your money. Oh, when uh, we were down, when we were down, we were for spring trainings. No, you, you
7: guys about? are on on a, on a station down there. I was are just, we? I was just, cool. Yeah, we're not getting paid for that. Are you not getting paid for no. that? No. Well, you want know, <laughs>
3: not no. yeah,
7: yeah, yeah. It's like around the Fort Myers area. I don't know where I was. But really, I heard, our I heard, company I heard, is out of that area. So are they
3: broadcasting our? We, oh,
7: we don't know about this. <laughs> I want to take it, I'm, 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 either I was in a dream Or <laughs> and I was listening to you guys in Florida The well, I investigation was a began with Ian Yeah So nice. <laughs> You'll
3: be our uh, you, well, you have your own show Stormy Daniels Nice You'll be our Stormy Daniels You You have your own show
7: I have my own show. Uh, I had my own show. It's gone. What happened yeah, to it? Just, they take things away from Tons you. Sons of bitches. Yeah, I know. I, I'm just doing stupid stuff right now. I'm doing a podcast about buying a house in the Virginia shore. Yeah. yeah I bought a house and I talked to a contractor every week about my problems. And, there's, there's there's a lot
3: of them. So uh, uh, how it, how elaborate is how do because, you know, the, the classic we think of the money pit and all that stuff. Well, that that's, what I asked that
7: question on the on the show yesterday. I asked yeah. that question because I replaced something. I replaced the hot water tank this uh, this summer to a uh, flash hot water to an instant hot Hot water. Oh yeah, yeah, and it it's fantastic. So what's the difference? Well, the difference is speed. You can well, and, well, it doesn't it doesn't start out hot right away, but you can shower for like six days at a time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things. If you don't care about water like being used, yeah, if you're not in California, it's fantastic. In California, I have to you know I have to boil a, a cup of water, yeah, splash it on myself, and then <laughs> and then say I didn't use the water. <laughs> so, but in Virginia, I just go in, in there and I just sing songs, record things. Uh, uh, just to get all, do all, everything. It's just fantastic. Like it, six hours worth of hot water. Wow. Speaking of California, it took me a second, but you're
5: wearing a shirt that says property of the state of California penal system. Yes, uh, I am.
7: Baseball
4: league.
5: And I, I didn't get it at first, but that's a major league reference. I major, didn't get it
4: until you, yes. he turned around and it says Vaughn on the back. On it, on like, the oh, back, yeah. my God.
7: It's, it'll get you a lot of looks when you just walk around <laughs> right with, with the, yeah i've been to prison <laughs> <laughs> you got a problem with being drunk and driving <laughs> is that your favorite baseball movie uh it, it it's it's i love sports movies and it is it's one of the funniest things i also wear thick glasses too yeah, so yeah. and i feel like i i feel like i'm him you no, really yeah, i can't baseball. hit anything with a baseball too <laughs> I can get some. I can get some heat on it, but it's going a different way. I can tell you that much right now. You are a hockey fan, though. Right? I'm a hockey fan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I grew up in the same area as Jim and Joe Watson. That's that's my claim that's right. of fame. Broke my leg at one of their camps when I was twelve. Is that right? Yep, they made me play with the sixteen year olds because apparently I was something when I was twelve. They, they thought I was scouted to go off to be the next thing, and then they and then uh, they broke my leg, and, and then wow. and then when I was fifteen, I went to uh, I went to a junior camp. I was going down south down. British Columbia, Vancouver way. I was going down to play in a a junior team, and I had to fight a grown man with a beard, and I was 15 years old. Jesus. And he... thumped the hell out of me for at least fifteen minutes. 15 just, minutes. just, just, just pick me up and punch me. <laughs> and I just, I'm just like, I'm done. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm going home. Nothing that.
7: Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. not defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I. That, well, you, that have, was... so you have some. You have size. You
3: have your, your, your. Yeah, but I was
7: fifteen. The guy yeah. had facial. He had. I still can't fight a guy with a beard to this day because <laughs> he was. I. He may have been like six months older than me, but he was already a full grown man. It's just and, a perception. Yeah. And of I was. I had the cracking voice going on. I'm going to play in the NHL. I'm going. I'm playing the big league, I'm gonna be star. <laughs> so yeah, that was that night I was just done and then my friends continue on, called me a pansy and sent me home. <laughs> you, <laughs> you were you were young blood. Youngblood got beat up by a guy with a beard. That's fever, right. So that he guy, was you, I was never beautiful. You were ne- oh, you were never yeah, beautiful, ne- yeah, Roblo. I remember we, I remember we had a guy on our team that had young blood written on his on his stick. Oh my God. Oh, yeah, he's some Greek kid from Kitimat. I remember him. Oh. Did he uh, <laughs> yeah, do yeah.
4: that little twirl uh, before the uh, penalty shot? He, he no. did a little circle around the penalty shots. No. Nobody
7: had penalty shots
4: back in the day, back in the day.
7: That was for the movies. But now they have penalty shots. They yeah. didn't have penalty shots back then. If you got tripped on a breakaway, people are like, suck it up, get to the bench, put more of an effort into it. If you didn't outskate them, you don't deserve the shot. <laughs> yeah. What yeah, town are you, you from? from. I'm from Terrace, British Columbia, which is right next door to Smithers, British Columbia, okay. where Jim and Joe Watson are from.
1: Uh, Joe Watson, we, he still lives around here, and uh, we encounter him from time to time. The dude has a, a hand God like almighty. a vice. If you ever shake his hand. I hate
7: that. Isn't no, that, isn't I that mean, impressive when, a, when another grown man env- envelops your hand? <laughs>
3: and you're just like, oh yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Good luck picking things up off the floor. <laughs> yeah. He crushes. He, he, he absolutely, and I don't know if it's just his natural Tensile strength or if it's just he's trying to dominate but it is a it is a vice like grip do you, you, you think you think it's gotten worse over the years because
7: he's older yeah. and he can't feel things? I think
3: so. I think so. He's lost the sense. To judge, <laughs> he, he has no idea. He <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just trying to feel it. It's like when, uh, when when a chimp gets older, they just they start. Yeah. <laughs> they just don't know. Just they, running and what, smacking. They they running to, and what, smacking. Exactly. That's why Bubbles is in a in a, in a protective cage now. With the chimps. You have to watch out. You know, uh, hockey and
7: chimpanzees are my claim. <laughs> Those are your two things. Yes, I did a hockey movie with a chimpanzee. Oh, <laughs> Ed? No. Yeah, uh, no, 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 I did, no. I did, I did MVP. 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 That's it. Yeah. Oh, 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 yes. Wait a minute. No, he, there no, was a whole MVP series no. of yes. movies. Yeah, that's I, did, right. I did. two of them. <sighs> yeah. Sorry. Wait, who was the, uh, Jesus. Who was the star besides the chimp? Uh, uh, in ours, I want to say it was Richard Kind from Home Improvement. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that was the one. That was the one. And then Richard Kind. And then wait, the, was that the Al? Al, the tool yeah. term okay. guy guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, okay. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and there was also, other... also also <laughs> also this is a weird <laughs> one. Oh my god! Uh, from from uh, um, 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 what, uh, old school, yeah. My boy Blue, the yeah. old, the old man was in it as well. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So I would say he's more of a star than you Richard know, Kind.
5: Yeah. We had that chimp in studio, Louis the chimp. Uh, he's retired from acting. Well, they have to. But... Yeah, you remember Louis? They're, no, they're, they're, they, they get, get older. They him. get
3: they get very cantankerous. Very and they uh, they possess the strength yeah. to rip your hands off. Well, uh, yes, yes. Actually, and those
7: I'm... trainers were not good skaters, and the <laughs> chimp would get away every so often, and they'd be chasing us around. the yeah. <laughs> So
3: you had like a flea for your life, yes. sort of situation. Everybody, keep right. moving. <laughs> yeah.
2: Nick, I'm pretty sure um, Louis passed away. He, he did. So he um, he, he had lived... a drug problem. No, he lived in this house with his trainers and. Um all they told me was that he got out one time and after that he went to a zoo and I think he died at the zoo.
5: He died in two thousand eleven, uh, but his acting uh, credits I had include- no idea though. yeah, MVP, he was also in uh, Airbud spymate and uh mvb2 most vertical primate the skating version i and was i, I was on that
7: as well okay no way yes i in uh in uh, the in uh mvp uh the the hockey movie i played olaf chicken dance the uh swedish sensation okay. wow. and uh and i was a bad guy in the uh the snowboarding richard movie. Karn, by the way richard Karn. A- yeah it
5: was uh, uh in spin city and uh is buds with george Clooney. But Richard Karn was Al on... You must be fun to do trivia with. <laughs> I'm pretty good at it. But you I, are only, really good. The, the only MVP I knew that series. Is that I, just, I just pulled it up on the end. Yeah.
7: Wow. NBA. But they made the Airbud movies. And I also did a bunch of posters for them to sell other movies. Like, uh, I was... they were. I, there was a one where the chimpanzee was going to be a uh, <laughs> private detective. Oh, my God. Wait, so you, you did the artwork for it? No, or? I was... They... they you were in Pit, the poster. They, yeah, they pictured me with okay. the chimpanzee and a couple different posters. Because that's how they sold their movies, this company. They sold them via poster.
3: They they, oh, take a poster and they used say, to do that a... all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so they'd, yeah. Have, they'd create the poster, and then mm-hmm. sell the movie. The the uh, It's funny you should mention this, because Preston I, knows that I just... There was a series on in the 70s for kids called Lancelot Link's Secret oh, Chimp. It. I just bought it, the series on DVD. No <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. The it's hilarious. Whips. What Didn't they try to do a
7: remake of it for a little bit on TBS? Did they, they?
4: they? I think they did, Steve, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think it was a while back. Lancelot oh, Link's Secret Champ. there it is. Secret There's the movie Gem. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're watching this right now. It's It's like... And put this thing on skates, <laughs> like that's animal cruelty, right there. Listen, like. there well, was
3: a lot. There was a lot of stuff that is was questionable. Doesn't mean it wasn't good entertainment. Yeah. It was fantastic entertainment. Uh, <laughs> and you talk about uh, you talk about the chimps getting out of
7: control. He had a crush on that's Jack. The, Louis was younger when we did this one. Uh, right. and I think Louis was in the next one that what I did with him. But Jack had a thing for blondes. And they had to place when they had extras in the in the crowd. They had to place them in the back, and every so often they'd screw up. And he'd start stripping down and we, running at the boards and trying to get to the. They're women. trying to sexually yeah. assault oh, And everybody in the crowd. Like, isn't he cute? And I'm like, yo, <laughs> no, he's got blades on the bottom of his feet, <laughs> and he's very strong. You yes. don't want him up there. It'll- there was a story I years he's ago. ISIS. <laughs>
3: yes. where where there used to be a a a, a chimpanzee Mr. Jigs was his name mm-hmm. and he was he would do the thing the smoking take the polaroid pictures and all that stuff and in the latter part of his life there's a classic story especially here in Philadelphia he was on the Mike Douglas show mm-hmm. and prior to going on the show he freaked the f out mm-hmm. and a, maybe his buddy Hackett was one of the comedians on but saw saw this chimp pick up an old Underwood style typewriter With its index finger and hurl it across the room. That's the kind of strength they have. Uh, We had to
7: go down on one knee and introduce ourselves to the (laughs) to him. Right, (laughs) so we go down on one knee, and then he'd come over and give us a hug. That's how he was put at ease. That was, but he would grab you. You're, yeah. you're just like, oh, this is gonna, be, oh, 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 he's got me, he's <laughs> yeah. got me. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I can't get out of this. Ah, oh, I'm in UFC, and he's like, <laughs> he's slapping your head, and you're just like, those hands are just incredible. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was very interesting. They used to, they used to get him to do things by they'd set up these little, uh, they set up little lawn chairs. Uh, at at the beginning at the end of the scene, right? So and he would go he would have a fruit roll up waiting for him at the other at the other end. This is uh, killing me. And 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 I I would just I would get caught all the time. They would be yelling at me (laughs) because Would you eat the fruit roll? No, I'd be staring at it. I'd just be in the middle of a scene going, This is uh-huh. <laughs> you know, they'd always yell at me, "Get back and raising the, 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 the money." They would always yell at me, but but the director was nuts too. He'd yell out, "Keep it real," every so often. Keep I'm it like, real. There's a chimpanzee on skates, yeah, <laughs> who's the star
3: of the team, right. Yeah, this is not real. Yeah. Keep it real. Yeah.
7: I should have. A t- I should be wearing
3: a mohawk. That's just not real. Yes. So the, the the basic deal was he had his own. The chimp had his own go to chairs. Yes, to relax him, and on those chairs, his enticement to go sit yep. was a fruit roll up. Yep.
4: Yeah, man. Oh, they are good. That's about right. <laughs> They're they are, <laughs> they quite tasty. Yeah. yeah, they are very good.
7: Yeah. yeah, and when when it came to the skating part, he'd just go. They just let we'd just have to kind of work around him. And he'd we'd pass on the puck and he'd play with it for a little bit. And sometime he'd pass it back oh and sometimes for he was, it was
1: legitimately on ice skates. At he was, ice skating. Yes. yes. That's and, amazing, actually. And skateboarding. You got to watch *Lancelot Link*. And what? I saw the one of them snowboarding.
7: Snowboarding—that's I mean,
3: really a monkey oh, I got snowboarding. A great, I got
7: a great story about the snowboarding. Okay. So, okay. So, Please, so So there's certain things that they can't use. He just can't do right, yeah. and they hire this. Um, they hire a stunt double, like a, d- like a dwarf, a little yes. person, and says yeah. who says rec- he can snowboard? Oh okay. boy, <laughs> he can't snowboard. <laughs> he just wanted the job, <laughs> right? Yeah. So the director is fired up. Just ties a rope to his hand. Starts dragging what? him around all the. <laughs> oh my god! I'm he's just dragging like, yeah, around a dwarf. Yeah, he's dragging him around on a snowboard, <laughs> and once again, I'm caught looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is fantastic. Listen, Look, te- I can't
3: get enough of TLC. I'm going to be honest
7: with you. I love
3: people. <laughs> Due respect oh to you, god. I don't know how you could not. I, I would, I would, I would say. You, Olivier and De Niro would have a hard time not looking at a dwarf being dragged on a snowboard. Dressed as a chimp. Dressed as a, dress ch- as a chip. <laughs> I am sorry. Wow. That, is, that is inhuman yeah. to ask any actor to not to be distracted by I didn't by that. do it,
7: but it was fantastic. I, I remember being in the trail. Oh, that was terrible. But uh, <laughs> I was like, yay. And That's then I had insane. to do my scenes. I had to do my scenes, and I, I fell for them because they, they fit the skis to the stunt double. So the stunt double had size 14 feet, and I only have 10s so I'm like, oh, I guess I'm skiing inside my ski boots. This ain't good. I'm going down the hill. Yeah, wow. they did not care about us. There either.
3: were a whole series of chimp movies. Um, and like, there was Ed with, uh, remember that, with uh, Matt LeBlanc? Cause they, uh,
7: did they even use a chimp in that one, wh- though? Or oh, was I it guess.
3: a dude in a suit? I forget. I, it was pretty
7: freaky. I remember that one being freaky. Yeah, yeah. Because I got the movie. I went with this agency, and they did one of those those annoying show business things. What would you like to do? <laughs> right. After they sign you, and I'm like, I thought you guys would have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Right, yeah. I was just like, remember we talked a lot? Why are you talking? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> yeah, don't you have so, any idea? So I just, I just looked down. Like, I want to work with a monkey. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do a hockey movie. <laughs> Swear to God, two this weeks later is the best day. Of- yeah, wow, two, two weeks, weeks later. Two weeks later. What if we could put both of those projects into one? <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? What if you played hockey with a chimpanzee? And I'm like. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Where do I sign? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I just, it was it was awesome. I was off to, and you did that without an agent. Uh, with, I did that with just management.
3: Yeah, just management. Yeah, wow. Yeah,
7: yeah. and and it was uh, four weeks in Vancouver. Playing hockey with a chimpanzee. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what?
3: You could make a, a... I would watch a TV series about that story, about working on that movie. <laughs> sadly,
7: sadly, that's going to be my e-Hollywood <laughs> story. <laughs> and then, and then it the turned... chimpanzee turned. <laughs> yeah. There was a blonde in the audience. Wow, man. I
5: think in the movie Ed with LeBlanc, I think that's a fake chimpanzee. I don't think they used a real animal. <sighs> Not Hollywood. Hollywood. You got to work Hollywood. with a real chimp.
7: Yeah, a real chimp. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, um, Canadian style. Yeah, yeah. Good people. Yeah. <laughs> good people. We don't do anything fake up here.
3: <laughs> Our chimps are real.
7: <laughs> what do you mean, CGI? Let's get the spaceship up, boys. <laughs> Put it on the back of the sled. <laughs>
3: That's wild. Man. Uh I was also reading and I uh, we always talk about this. Uh you're a video gamer? Big video gamer?
7: Uh I'm not I I play some video games but I'm I'm maybe starting to do some stuff for Twitch. Oh. Twitch. Oh okay. Yeah, and so, that was
3: a rumor so you're confirming that. I'm
7: not confirming it but my a uh, guy I know is a part owner of Esports Arenas.
3: And you're a Nintendo guy.
7: Big I'm Nintendo. Guy. I'm. I'm just. I'm just a guy that can barely get through Mario Brothers. The first. I'm that guy that. All right. I'm the guy that runs off the first. You know, the first opening. Yes. I'm that guy that falls into that. Okay. <laughs> but, but I love playing. So I, I, you know what annoyed me about that? Remember the guy that stole the plane in in Seattle a couple weeks ago? Yes. Right. Yeah. He yeah.
3: said he just. From video games. From video games.
7: I'd like, I wouldn't get off the runway. <laughs> right, right, right. I'd, just, I'd do the same thing as the Mario Brothers game, <laughs> just right off the end, blimp, <laughs> blim, 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 right there, start again. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I, and he's like, do you want to do a show? And I'm like, yes, I do. And So
3: what would it be like? Because for people who aren't familiar with Twitch, a lot of it is is uh, you're watching people play video games. I think I think they want me to play uh, games with hockey players.
7: Okay. So, and, and most hockey players play soccer, but I'd probably play hockey with hockey players.
3: One of our calendar girls is on Twitch uh, and, and does, you know, she's a big video gamer. And, mm-hmm. and, and, I mean, there's all sorts of shows for all different types of things. But it's crazy. It's And it's insanely pot-pressed. Do your kids watch a... Uh... I I don't know Twitch yeah I have no idea they're on YouTube all the time they, watching they watch play the video kids they, they watch people play video games Absolutely.
7: it's crazy right yep. mm-hmm. I, I've had Fortnite and stuff yeah I've yeah. had uh, uh, people say say it's just my kids watch and, and I, I watched and I looked at the numbers and the numbers that watch and then my one friend was saying he said what are you doing he said I'm watching somebody play video games <laughs> and he said why are you doing that and he said because I like video games said, that's stupid and he goes did you watch football yesterday. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then he yeah. just walked away. Yeah. I <laughs> get it. I get it. I yeah. understand. Uh, yeah. You watch someone yeah. play a game. Yeah. You right. watch somebody play a game. Yeah. My game may be a little less nobody's gonna get hurt, but yes. I'm still it's a game down. I right. was
4: literally just talking about the same thing with our uh, our video producer Nick Murphy about that yesterday. And and yeah, it's it's a great argument. Yes, I I and I love watching football, but and what is the difference between Watching somebody, but if you are uh, watching somebody play twit or a video game, like you would want them to be good at it. Uh,
7: no, not necessarily. Mine's you know? more about the conversation.
4: Okay, you know, okay. My,
7: mine's not. Yeah, thanks though, bud. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, thanks for saying that. I'm so bad that nobody's gonna. Well, you have you know you
4: did not sell me at all. <laughs> I don't watch amateur football. You? I'm not
7: watching high school football? Oh, you'd be surprised how many people watch amateur football. Yeah. Mostly older guys looking for younger girls.
4: I, I think it's funny because. Uh, how uh, hey like, you going in the game? <laughs> I like playing video games, but I'm not good at them. I've never like I think the I, I've beaten two games in my life: Street Fighter Part Two, uh, finish him. Not, Street Fighter Two, yeah. And and finish him again. Super Mario Brothers, I've beaten, but I've never beat. Okay. I've never beaten it without doing the warp levels. Do you know how like you can skip ahead boards well, and stuff like that? Kind of cheating, right there. Well, you know it's
3: part yeah. of the game. Yeah. So, so do you have? you have a system? Do you have like a like a, a switch? Yeah, at got, home? we got we got uh, we got two. But I was
7: given them, so yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know what I have. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say, hey guys. I'm really good at video games. I know exactly what's going on. <laughs> I was lucky enough to be given things. Oh, that's cool. And that's how my life works. Yeah, yeah. When I get given things, I start
3: to play with Look it. at you. You scored a, a monkey hockey movie simply by asking. By being by being a dork. That's yeah, why, I, I, I like, yes. being annoyed. I was just like, yeah, how
7: about a monkey in a hockey game? Yeah, that's what I want to do. <laughs> you know what? The- and, then, and they actually, <laughs> what, what annoyed me the most was they listened to that, but they were courting me for a month before that. Do you think we could have had that all set up earlier? <laughs> You
4: know what I mean? Oh. Did you ever think that maybe you were the one who actually came up with that movie? You know, that, like, somebody was listening and going, oh, that's wait funny. a second. Like, yeah, they might have reverse engineered that. This uh, is a really good idea. A yeah. monkey playing hockey. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, great. All okay. right,
7: I got to go listen to Alex Jones. <laughs>
3: this new conspiracy. Uh, this new conspiracy. Uh,
7: They're taking my ideas and turning them into movies. <laughs> Aliens are in my brain talking to the people that are in charge. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. Mm. All right. You know what's funny? That was a Harvey Weinstein movie. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was. Uh, oh, woo. man. Wow. Good well listen up I want <laughs> I want to give people a, a heads up about your shows uh Ian are so you're, you're in town you got shows tonight and tomorrow night and uh, there are two each night 7:30 and 9:45 They work my, They work my bro Uh Pen, Punchline Philly is where it's going to be and uh you can get tickets at punchlinephilly.com 2250 The weather's great this weekend people are going
7: to want to get out I'm sure you're going to want to yeah. hang out in the city a bit Absolutely. as well so,
3: Will you sign uh, MVP posters if I, they
7: Every so often, I have somebody show up with a DVD. Absolutely. And I was playing drop in hockey once, and these kids were watching. I was playing with a couple actors, Tim Robbins and a couple other guys. Yeah. And these kids were watching, and, and I was just fooling around being an idiot. And I thought they were going to ask those guys for autographs, and like, hey, are you the guy from MVV? <laughs> I'm like, why, well, yes, I am. Just push, push those guys out of the way. Excuse me, Academy Award. You mind moving out of the way? The chimpanzee is in the room. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: excellent. <laughs> yeah. Listen man, it's good to see you. Good Enjoy to see you, guys. Your, Thanks for having me. You bet. Enjoy your weekend in Philly. This is Ian Bag. Yeah. yeah. Let's hear it for him. Oh, those line. people on your wall. Punchlinephilly.com. We'll be excellent. back in just a moment. 933 WMMR presents Jackson's local shots artist of the month, Birthday Boy.
0: Celebrating our area's best talent. to you on air online and in the community
9: click local shots at wmmr.com to see and hear
0: more birthday boy jackson's local shots artist of the month sponsored by family and company jewelers find a band that rocks her world at family 93.3 wmmr everything that rocks
1: all right thanks kath uh we have our guest on the line
0: excited yeah. to speak to her
1: um a couple, but- of- couple of things we'll talk about i'm sure very intrigued about this movie she's promoting. Yeah, it's called Searching, by the way, and it's got an interesting visual approach to it. Yeah. Uh, of which uh, we'll ask her about it. Of course, you know, uh, Will and Grace has been rebooted and uh, has That's been doing, a hit. Uh, doing wonderfully. So let's welcome the star of that show and of this film, Searching, which is in theaters next Friday, the 31st. Please welcome the lovely Deborah Messing yeah. to our program. Hello, Deborah.
12: Hi
3: there! Wow, there's a bit of a delay, there's a large delay there.
1: Hey, oh well, great to have you on this morning, Deborah. Thanks for being here.
12: Oh,
1: I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks. <laughs> nice, uh, Steve. We were talking about the uh, uh, this movie, Searching, in the format, and you likened it to something else we were talking about.
3: Uh, un- unfollowed, or yes. it, they, they, they're actually calling it a laptop movie. And there've been a few movies that have taken this approach, uh, Deborah, and. Um, but they're saying that this one is head and shoulders above the other ones. The director apparently has a real understanding for it and, and depicting what probably happens a lot these days where you have sort of a forensic analysis of everything that ends up in the computer realm when someone goes missing.
12: That's right. That's right. And, um, you know, I have to say when I read the script, I, I, i was like what 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 am i reading because (laughs) because the script is you know it, it all takes place on all the devices that we use in our daily life so um it's very very unconventional but uh but it's really exciting to watch because it's it's really a traditional suspense thriller um but visually it's it's really unlike anything you'll ever see and and that's why it's so exciting and it's also you know he's 23 year old kid built this and directed this and um this is his first film and and now it's won sundance and it's going to be a worldwide release so uh this 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 guy anish you know is really going to be an important person in like the history of American filmmaking. I really believe
3: it. Well, the reviews are stellar uh, so far, and they are saying that that you know they that it has that it, it, there. There's so many movies like this um, that are in my favorite film list that have a high concept to it. But this is also an eye opener when you stop and think about it. And just we were reviewing the the, the trailer and some of the, uh, the the clips. You have to imagine in this day and age. What used to not be something maybe 20 years ago is now probably step one for investigators when they're looking for someone going on a Facebook page, going on a Twitter feed, going to, you know, to Snapchat and and, and iCloud and all that stuff. And it's really um, it's kind of an eye opener when you take a look at it.
12: It it really is. Um, You know, I think we all we all realize that, you know, we live way too much of our lives, you know, on our devices um but watching the movie you, you you do realize how much of your private life is online and there's you know a, you know a very good likelihood that you know say your parent or your sibling you know thinks they know you in one light and then you know if they were to really poke around in all of your on life online life they would find other sides of, of who you are and other sort of connections. And, um, you know, and, and that's really what this this movie shows. It's, you know, it's it's a, a single dad whose 15-year-old daughter goes missing. And, you know, I play the missing persons detective, but, you know, out of desperation, the father breaks into his daughter's computer and and basically does a deep dive trying to find Get clues about what happened to her, and um, and so it's also funny, you know. It's 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 funny because the language of how we communicate online is also very specific, and so that that was the thing that was also surprising to me was how many moments, you know, during this very you know intense suspense thriller, you know, there are moments of levity because you know it, it, it's it's. It's our lives. You really, you really do see yourself reflected on the screen.
1: Deborah, I saw an excerpt. <laughs> I saw an excerpt of, a, of an article that uh, uh, that you did that uh, said that this film was the hardest thing you've ever had to do. What made it so difficult?
12: Oh boy! Um, you know, I, uh, Don Show is the lead. He plays the father, and, and we had to many emotional, intense scenes via Facebook. Uh, and, you know, we, we had to act to a blank screen. Um, you know, we, we, as actors, you know, one of the things that makes it so exciting is sort of that intangible magic that happens between actors when you're looking into each other's eyes and communicating and... All of that was stripped away, and all we had was an earwig in our ear, and so we had to really imagine in in a in a way that you usually are not asked to in a conventional movie, um, and so that made it really scary. It made it scary for all of us. I
3: ha- I have to ask you. I know I know you're a mother, and you, you brought up the point about. Um, you know, the person that you are might be, there might be a different you online with different, um, you know, different things going on in your life. And, and, uh, yeah, I think a lot of parents have their eyes open when they occasionally are, uh, take a dive into the realm of their, uh, their, their kids' online activity. Has this made you more hyper aware? Uh, uh it's
12: definitely opened my eyes, um, you know my my son is fourteen years old, and um, so i I really do limit the um, you know his online footprints. Um, at this stage in his life, all he's allowed to do is is have a private Instagram account. Um, and you know that's the decision that we made, and that's what as parents we feel comfortable at this stage, but obviously, you know, he's gonna be an adult very soon and he's gonna go off to college and and he's going to be able to you know, really start uh expanding his his life online and I won't have any access to that. Um and that's what makes it it, it sort of uh anxiety provoking, you know, especially in, in, you know, our current world where, you know, hacking um is you know is is really in the forefront of our conversation mm-hmm. you know people pretending to be who they're not online um and and uh it's 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 scary you know because the the internet is something that is you know miraculous you know FaceTime is miraculous for families who don't live on in the same Country and uh, you know it, it can bring people together, but obviously um, it could be used for, for more malevolent reasons.
1: Yeah, absolutely, it's an eye opener. Well, the uh, uh, the advance word ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Crit- critics are, are praising it. Uh, so it looks like um, people are going to be fascinated by this. It opens next Friday, a week from today on the 31st. Uh, we're going to wrap it up, but uh, Deborah, thanks for coming on, and uh, keep rocking with uh, Will and Grace, and uh, we'll check out Searching when it opens next week, okay?
12: Break. Thank you so much.
1: You bet. Thank you. All right, Deborah, Messing, yeah. guys, and uh, that was a big delay. It uh, was, was a big a
3: delay. Huge delay. I
2: wanted to ask her stuff. But I did, like, too, it but... Was- you Having
3: can. a conversation like that, It's, so
1: hard. it's hard to do. It's so difficult.
3: It, it, it always, it, you know, even with the technology the way it is today. Like for example, if they they cut to, they cut to someone out on the street. And it could be local. You'll see it on the news. or they'll, they'll cut to someone overseas. Um, so we understand the factory <laughs> blew up and there were a lot of dead people. And the person be standing there.
1: And then slowly you'll see them start to nod. Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 And, it, and it's like, what? and it's just excruciating.
1: Yeah. Especially on radio. Yeah. At least with television, you have some visual cues yeah. of, wait, they haven't heard them yet. Yeah. Right. Now they hear them and now they can
3: respond. But Here, radio, napping. radio, it's a different but story. It, it cuts down any kind of, yeah. you know, hey. Spontaneity. Oh, yeah, you, right.
5: Yeah. She totally won me over.
3: Yeah. Did you? <laughs>
5: now, now you're a fan. Uh, Ted no. McGinley called yesterday from Madrid, and it was a great <laughs> uh, connection. You know, and it was phenomenal yeah. talking. And, and it's, listen, I, again, She's I'm sure she's a lovely person. Yeah, it's her fault that the phone connection right. was bad.
1: Um
0: We haven't done the Bizarre File. No, no we haven't. So WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Hello. All right, and this morning is brought to you by
1: Godshawls. And you can cook out and eat lighter with Godshawls real meat, real wood smoked turkey bacon, 94% fat-free and 80% less fat than most pork bacon. Uh, Discover hundreds of recipes at Godshawls.com. Grandparents tend to have a lot of unused stuff tucked away in their houses. One grandchild recently ventured into their grandmother's garage and discovered a dusty, abandoned 1981 Lamborghini Countach and a Ferrari 308. (laughs) Wow. Yes. Wow. And they had been sitting there for decades. Uh, The find was made by Reddit user... gum can I drive the Lambo? uh, ...by user Aragon, who posted a picture of the white vehicle with a caption, Despite the rust and dust, Grandma's 1981 Lamborghini Countach is the coolest. Her post was met by demands for more pictures and questions, asking why they had been stored for decades. Uh, Aragon responded, My late grandpa bought it for his exotic car rental business in 1989, but after insurance costs became too high for him to operate the company, he kept the car and many others, including the Ferrari 308 in front of the Lambo, outside and in leaky garages for 20-plus years instead of selling them. Don't ask me why. I have no clue.
3: So they just sat there. It's a cool looking car, Isn't it man. A cool looking car. Yeah, actually, when you had a question about what car, what uh, Lamborghini Batman was driving, or uh, Bruce Wayne was driving yesterday in the dark night, this is, this is the car I guessed. Yeah, the white Lamborghini is similar to the one seen
1: in uh, The Wolf of Wall Street, and it doesn't come cheap. With uh, Countach production lasting over 15 years, the early LP400 and LP400S models. Remain the most desirable to collectors and enthusiasts, not only for their performance but also for their rarity and excellent design. I don't know how much they, the article didn't say how much. I got to guess at least forty to fifty grand they would go for. I know that <laughs> I know that the the Ferrari was valued at uh, over a hundred thousand dollars alone. Wow. So we'll see what the Countach is. Well, MMA, MMA fighter Bryce Mitchell suffered a gruesome accident this week that will likely keep him out of commission for a little while. The Arkansas native took to his Twitter followers on a, or that he took them on a little adventure Tuesday night after he recounted what sounds like a home improvement project that turned very, very wrong. Uh, so he wrote, so I was going to train today but I ripped my nutsack in half.
6: Oh, oh my wolf. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. He said, I, I, I'm about to get stitched up. I was holding a board over my head <sighs> with a drill in my pants.
3: An electric drill.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, oh, my wolf. Pretty tough to visualize, but it sounds like Mitchell must have been holding a power drill in between his legs when it accidentally went off, winding his genitals up oh. into a bloody mess.
5: Oh, my wolf.
1: Uh, but the most horrifying details, uh, definitely the idea that he had to use, then unscrew them out of the drill. Oh,
5: my balls! And,
1: which had take some real composure for that. He seems to be in high spirits since the incident, and it doesn't sound like there's going to be any permanent damage.
5: Oh, my balls!
1: Still, it doesn't exactly sound like a scenario oh, that Lord. any guy would want to be in. Listen, never put any power tool between your legs. Not a good idea, man. Not a good idea at all. Uh, I've never heard of this. Someone is stealing buoy bells. Buoy bells. Yes. Like the kind of bell you'd find on top of a buoy. That would be, that's a buoy bell. So it doesn't exactly sound like an easy task. The Coast Guard is offering a reward for information about brass gongs and bells that have been stolen from ten buoys off of Maine's coast.
3: They're sort of necessary because yes, at are. night they let you know that the buoy is there, yeah, and that you may be headed into shallow water. Oh, uh, hey, did
4: we good just
13: housekeeping? <laughs> <laughs> what? Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs>
2: So cool guys. John
4: Stamos. So <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. John Stamos. What's your favorite dinosaur? Velociraptor. <laughs> What's your
1: favorite non-porn magazine to pleasure yourself to? Good housekeeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh so anyhow, uh the uh nine were stolen from Penobscot Bay and one was stolen off of Bailey Island in Harpswell. The bell assembly stolen from the White Bull Gong buoy off of Bailey weighed three hundred and seventy one pounds. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, so the devices help boats navigate when there's poor visibility, and the Coast Guard says that they are likely being sold to nautical novelty stores. Nautical novelty stores. They have nautical novelty stores. Like pranks or
3: scrapyards. Like Yeah, like like you, it gives you a black eye when you look at it, right. or I don't know. It snaps maybe. your finger when you reach for it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I know
5: we address this from time to time, but the amount of work that went into stealing these bells could be applied to. <laughs> A job. By the way, tampering with navigational aids is a federal crime and it's
6: punishable
1: punishable by up to $25,000 per day. Wow. You you could be causing
3: watercraft to to, run into obstructions or sink.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, What's with men who steal stuff from stores and then they shove it down their pants? Police in South South Carolina say a man snatched a red tail boa constrictor from a pet store by doing just that. The Florence Police Department says security camera footage recorded the man in his act. He's estimated to be between 35 and 40 years old and walked into the store on August 10th. The suspect has yet to be identified, but he's being sought for a larceny charge. (sighs) Uh, And then we will go to one more story. If you thought that towns could only name real animals as their official animals, you thought wrong. Marion, North Carolina has named... Bigfoot as its official animal.
3: Wow, Marion, North Carolina, not normally known for Sasquatch. The legendary creature will be honored
1: as the town's official animal on September 8th, the same day the area is hosting a Bigfoot festival meant to prove the creature's existence. Actually, Steve, yeah, there's a lot of uh I uh, did not know that. Well, sightings. Do they call
3: it Bigfoot or is there another name for yeah, their Bigfoot. Bigfoot? Yeah,
1: yeah so in, in the Carolinas, there are people that believe that uh, Bigfoot's around. Uh, Town manager Bob Boyette told the Charlotte Observer, uh, well, we thought the proclamation idea was different. Who is to say what's out there? Nobody knows for sure, and there are some smart people who are convinced that it's real. You crazy, man. So they are going with that as their official animal of the town. And that is what I have for you this morning in the Bizarre File. Let's take a quick break, come back in a second, and we'll do a lesson question as well as trash and music news. That's on the way next day with us.
12: 93.3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Weekly Rush, a video highlights compilation gleaned from an entire week's worth of laughs.
0: Available now in the Get Local section of Xfinity
1: On Demand. At a Stone Temple Pilots, enroll me under on 93.3 WMMR. Part of the day, Everything That Rocks, 1026. Writing, President of the Show, beautiful day today. I'll keep saying that over and over. We don't get to say it enough. Uh, today's high, about 84 degrees, the sunshine, and low humidity. Weekend looks good, too. Uh, So it might be warming up towards the end of the weekend, but uh, very nice. No rain in the forecast. Uh, We're going to do today's lesson question, and we are going to give away. What are we giving away today? We're giving away a pair of tickets to see Dane Cook Friday, September 7th at the Hard Rock in Atlantic City. And uh, where's Willie Nelson from? (laughs) Um, Simple. You won't find it anywhere. Don't look it up. You had to have heard it. Where's Willie Nelson from? Steve said that earlier this morning. 215-263-WMMR. If you know the answer, it would behoove you to call in because you might be the right one who gets through, gets the answer correct, and goes to see Dane Cook coming up at the Hard Rock in Atlantic City. Let us do the trash. The trash
0: business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. This morning is
1: brought to you by Universal Technical Institute, the UTI Power and Performance Car Show. It's coming September 22nd to the Universal Technical Institute campus, open house. And that is in Exton. You can get details at
3: net.
1: What's going on this morning, Steve?
3: Well, Chris Jenner laughing off claims she made any and all Kardashian boyfriends sign a 100-page non disclosure agreement promising never to speak badly about the family. Jenner says the effort would have been a waste of time since most of them could not read. <laughs> oh, my God. Justin Bieber purchasing a 101-acre $5 million mansion in Ontario that has its own horse racing track. says he's always wanted to race horses because they're his favorite breed of dog. (laughs) Oh, my God. Kathy Hilton says her daughter, Paris. Pushing back her wedding to boyfriend Chris Zilka is no cause for alarm. Kathy says Paris just happens to be expre- extremely busy with the stuff people keep telling her is work. Mm. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood show. All right. Thank you very
1: much, uh, Steve. So, you know, I can say it till I'm blue in the face and it just doesn't matter.
3: <laughs> yeah, to have been listening. Doesn't matter. You think you can pull a fast one? You think you can hop on and find out he re- actually where Willie Nelson I just, from. I just said don't do that, right?
5: 99% of the time, yeah. it's a joke that Steve made. Uh, yes. Okay. It, it
1: almost always is, and, and I try <laughs> to say that, and, you know. We try to help you. We want you to win. Yes. I, in fact, I think I said, "Where's Willie Nelson from?" I said, "Don't look it up," because it's just not whatever the real answer is. Is no, not the real answer. It's real. What Steve said earlier. Two one five two six three WMMR. I'm going to go to somebody who has the right answer, okay. but there's enough that don't have the correct answer that are just guessing. But uh, I'm gonna, or, or actually, where he's, I think he's from Texas, and that is not the answer. No. So I have Mike on the line. Hey, Mike, you're on the air. Good morning. Not Puya. Not Puya. Mike, uh, do me a favor, tell me, where is Willie Nelson from?
9: He is from Norway. Norway. That's right.
1: You got it right. Hang on a second, Mike. I think you got it correct. We are going to give you some tickets to see Dane Cook Friday, September 7th at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Uh, tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Uh, Nick, where is Willie Nelson indeed from? Abbott, Texas.
5: Born in uh, Texas. 1933.
1: I went on, the other day, I was just digging around on YouTube. I don't know what I was looking at. I think I might have been looking at uh, at guitars,
5: because I'm looking in to get
1: a uh, an acoustic guitar from Martin Guitars, who were local. They're out at Nazareth. And so I was searching around, and I came across a video of uh, restoration of Willie Nelson's guitar. The name of his guitar is called Trigger and it's this cheapo guitar yeah. that he bought that he got way back when or it was no it was one of the first electric slash electric/acoustic guitars yeah and so he's loved it and loved it forever it is beat to crap it's yes. barely held together mm-hmm. it's got a huge hole in it mm-hmm. it's got Do they all have over. holes in it mm-hmm. no it's got a hole that's oh, another not, hole. not supposed to be there yeah it's got uh people he's had people sign it through the years it's it's beat to hell but it has his signature sound. Yeah. So he, every year he gets it refurbished by this company. And I went on and I saw watched a video of the guy refurbishing it. This dude that refurbishes Willie Nelson's guitar is the Bob Ross of guitar oh, restoration. Yeah? I have ASMR, you know, where these certain yeah. sounds are soothing to me. Bob Ross is the king of that. All the, the way he speaks, the things that he does with the materials... All feeds into the ASMR sensation. I found my new guy. Okay. (laughs) This, I sat
3: there. It's like a,
1: it was a two-part
3: video, and I was just so caught up in it. I'm going to send you then. It was awesome. I'm going to send you a video of a guy who restored the original... Jupiter 2 from Lost in Space, the the whole, the meticulous thing. And maybe it's also, I found it fascinating, and he had that. I think people who are meticulous in nature probably have the same sort of verbal delivery. Yes. Because he was that way as well, about how he was, you know, uh, rebuilding the ship. And it was just fascinating. And it was very, um, it was was very pleasant, you know? Marissa, can you see if... You're looking it up. Thank What's his you. Name? That's, that's, I, I don't know. I, uh, I just I watched, uh, it's Busty Asians.
1: No, I watched the video. Marissa's going to see if she can find a little bit. When I tell you that it, this guy is the Bob Ross of guitars, I just uh, it's it was great. I love it.
5: So uh, <laughs> Willie and his uh, tour, which is called the Outlaw Music Fest, are coming to Camden next month. It's September fifteenth, which is a Saturday. Uh. Uh, but also on that tour is Van Morrison uh tedeschi trucks band and then um his son lucas nelson is also in a band too and lucas actually comes out and plays plays with willie i saw this door last year in camden and if you get a chance to go i highly recommend it willie's the closer uh, but all the other bands are great.
3: I've seen we, Van Morrison
1: a couple times. We were so close to having yeah. Willie Nelson in the studio. I was really excited about it.
5: Yeah, uh, he was at The Man a few years ago. Geez. But this tour is taking him through uh, a bunch of sheds, including the one in Camden.
3: We yeah. could do so. We'd, we'd give him a, a you know a wide berth and oh, just yeah. imagine the interview with Willie freaking Nelson. Uh, hang on here. Kenny it,
1: wants to talk about his uh, his guitar real quick. Hey, Kenny, good morning.
10: Hey, hey, what's going
1: on? Yo, buddy. You wanted to tell <laughs> us about Willie Nelson's guitar?
10: Yes, that was done by Mark Erlewine.
1: Oh, that—that that was the guy that was restoring it. Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't know his name, Mark he Erlewine.
10: Did, um, he is. He did a lot of really good stuff. He, um, is uh, you've seen Back to the Future, and you've seen that little guitar that uh, Marty McFly plays in the beginning. He yeah. built that guitar and designed it with Billy Gibbons. No kidding.
1: Yes. Interesting. All right, so he's got that's a called- he's he's well respected in the industry then.
10: Oh yes, and he and his brother Dan Erlewine and Dan Erlewine's out of Ohio. Um, he built guitars for Albert King. They built guitars oh. for Steve Ray Vaughn. They oh. are world renowned luthiers.
1: Okay, luthiers—people who yeah, uh, compete in luge. Oh no. Uh, but those are those are repair. Uh, those uh, are
10: the people who build guitars yeah wow yeah. Right. it's a meticulous
1: Thanks, thing.
3: so so I, I don't play and I, you know' I'm, but I, I'm fascinated with anyone who does a meticulous restoration of things you know yeah. even like whether it be the artwork or like, the, yeah. that woman who did that horrible job restoring that, that uh, <laughs> piece of art but but the people who really are meticulous about it I find it fascinating and this yeah. guy we're looking at the video here, Preston. it's amazing. Yeah, here, I'll play. I don't know what
1: audio Marissa got, but let's, let's hear it. I was game. in
10: perfect condition back then. But over the years and over 10,000 shows and recording sessions, this is what has happened to it. And that's because of the way Willie plays. He plays with passion marvelous. with his fingers, and often his fingernails will chip into the wood and pull out wood as he plays so that is sort of why trigger has a second sound hole but let's take it to the bench okay this is a
1: and then uh, when he then when he starts working on it and doing the little scrapes and i'm
10: gonna dig just a little bit out of here there's
1: a, a little, little
3: bit of a uh, in here i'm down. doing this and- hey i'm filming it here <laughs> god damn it <laughs> anyway back to the fretboard putting everything
0: back on and it. Then- What did
10: I tell you? (laughs) Here's some more. (laughs) Okay, this is a a a unique look at the sort of history of repairs to the top, the second sound hole. Um, Just trying to keep it alive, keep it shored up over the years. Obviously. Son of a bitch. (laughs) You dumb bastard!
3: Get in here!
10: A number of things have been done. You can see uh, braces. And, and... I'm going to kill you!
3: You, are, you rat! Son of a bitch! Okay. There is something... Um, Stuart these McDonald. kind of guys. I've always envied the guys. Well, not envied. No. Hated. No. um <laughs> That can spend time, you know, I, I'm, I'm oh, yeah. very, I've mm-hmm. come on, come on, finish know, it up. I know. I, I try <laughs> to spend time doing things. You know, I can do it when I'm producing things audio wise or yeah. meticulously doing things, you know, obviously this guy loves this. So that's yeah. why he's able oh, to my do gosh, it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what they live for. But, um, I thought it was uh, kind of interesting, but uh, if if you have ASMR, you'll definitely love that. All right, uh, more guitar stuff. Let's get to music new.
0: Now, Preston and Steve's music new on 933
10: WMMR. Yeah! yeah, yeah, yeah. Velociraptor.
1: <laughs> all right. <laughs> Brought to you this morning by Armor Metal and Recycling. In any of the construction trades, Armor Metals pays top dollar for all metals, wires, motors, and,
6: and
1: peripheries. 8300 National Highway in our call 856 665 one five. Uh, well, sad news from the world of rock and roll. And as Pierre uh, did a uh, a nice tribute yesterday, uh, early Leonard Skinner guitarist Ed King, the creator of this iconic riff that you hear right there. 1973's Sweet Home Alabama died in Nashville. He was 68 years old passed away on uh, Wednesday. Rolling Stone reported that King, who was a California native and not a Southerner like the rest of the band, was a founding member of the psychedelic 60s group Strawberry Alarm Clock, who uh, may be uh, best remembered for the 1967 chart topper Incense and Peppermints. King, who is... It's funny, Preston,
3: as you say that. Case, do we have to have that song...
4: Which one?
3: Uh, Do you, uh, I don't. Okay. Yeah. If you were to compare the sounds, they could not be more diametrically oh, yeah. opposed. Yeah, not
1: anywhere yeah. near each other. Uh, so, King, whose temperament did not complement frontman and leader Ronnie Van Zandt, was featured on Skinner's first three albums. seventy-three is Leonard Skinner, 1974's Second Helping and uh, 75's Nothing Fancy. Among the classics that he uh, collaborated on were Gimme Three Steps, Simple Man, Tuesday's Gone, which is what we're playing right now, uh, Free Bird, Don't Ask Me No Questions, Working for MCA, The Battle to Curtis Lowe, Call Me the Breeze, and Saturday Night Special, among others. Uh, King left the band in 1975 and was replaced by the late Steve Gaines. Uh, King was among the members of the band who performed On the 1987 Skynyrd reunion tour, but was forced to quit the band again in 1996 due to congestive heart failure. In 2006, Ed King was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with Leonard Skynyrd. One of the uh, surviving original Skynyrd members, uh, Gary Rossington, said in a statement, "Uh, "...I've just found out about Ed's passing, and I'm shocked and saddened Ed was our brother and a great songwriter and guitar player. I know that he will be reunited with the rest of the boys in Rock and Roll Heaven." Our thoughts and prayers are with his family. The guy who replaced him in yeah. the band, uh, was one of the guys
3: that died in that uh, plane crash,
1: uh, if it, you recall.
3: Yeah, there's been a lot of tragedy associated with Leonard Skinner, but the uh, um, it's, it's amazing. You know, a lot of times with iconic bands or, or music like this... I've, I, like, you'll know, you'll appreciate it. You'll listen to it, and then it goes away for like six years, yep. and you don't like. Uh, and then and then you get back into it, and then and you it, realize why you loved. It then so you realize much. why you loved it again. But sometimes you need to go away from it. My, uh, Free Bird, is one of those cases where the live version of that song I think is is the the version, the superior yeah. version. It's, it's awesome. so good. Uh, there's a there's a special, a
1: documentary called If I Leave Here Tomorrow. I was just watching it the other day. It's fantastic. There's some amazing stuff I've never seen before. They go to where the plane crash happened, and the locals live around there. It's in the middle of nowhere, man. It's in the yeah. middle of a swamp, and they're walking with these guys who were kids when it happened, and they're now grown. They live in the area, and they're walking around. He's like, yeah, it's around here somewhere. He's like, if you walk around, if you look around, he's like, you'll find stuff. And so he's just kind of poking around, and he digs, and you see him pulling up something, and it's buried in there deep, and he's digging. He's like, look at this, look at this. He starts yanking it up. He's like... Is it a head? No, it's a, <laughs> it was a part of the plane. Wow. I mean, it was oh, like, a, and that stuff's aluminum, so it doesn't rust away. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Like, Here he
3: pulled out a big chunk so of So there's America. that much of the debris still around. There's
1: that wow. much. Wow. It's just out in the middle of nowhere. Nobody goes out there right. anymore. Uh, but it's it's pretty fascinating documentary on that band. So uh, Ed King... Uh, 68 years old passed away, which is uh, unfortunate, but uh, the music does live on, which is a great thing. Um, and Jerry Cantrell, moving on to Allison Chains, actually talking about people who have uh, passed too soon, revealed in a new interview that the band's new song, Never Fade, was inspired by his grandmother, uh, Chris Cornell, and Lane Staley. He said, I think there was some residue from the past lingering, but the ghosts were benevolent, and they were there to help not hinder. I wrote the lyrics to the song Never Fade right there in Studio X. I thought, I'm not leaving this room until I chase this song down. I sang about the history, all the songs that had been written, all the arguments among bands and discussions about the future. Now, Studio X, formerly known as Bad Animals, was where Allison Chains recorded its uh, last album with Staley on vocals in 1995 and where the group returned to work on its new LP, Rainier Fog. Cantrell continued saying, I was thinking about my grandmother who had just died a few months earlier, thinking about Lane Staley, thinking about Chris Cornell who just passed a month before and just letting it wash over and at the end I walked out into the dawn and felt like I'd had a significant spiritual experience. I couldn't have it couldn't have happened anywhere else, he said. So uh, Rainier Fog, by the way, uh, comes out today from Allison Chains. On
5: their Twitter account last week, they posted a picture of Lane Staley. It was his birthday the other day, and uh, it's a really great photo of him, but it's sad. I mean, yeah. you're looking at this kid sure. who has his entire life in front of him, and it just ended too soon. Yep, sad news. Uh, somebody's trying to pull a scam on Foo Fighters fans. What? Uh, according to Foo
1: Fighters Live. What? What? <laughs> Uh, there are. I don't like to hear that. There are apparently uh, fraudsters. Black-a- yeah, there are fraudsters. Black-a- fraudsters. <laughs> yes, and uh, they're on Instagram attempting to con fans out of money through things like uh, what? a fake account uh, that what? supposedly Black-a- belongs to <laughs> what? Black-a- what? What? <laughs> what? That uh, Black-a- belongs Black-a- to Black-a- Foo Fighters guitarist Pat Smear. Uh, Foo Fighters live tweeted. Uh, what the f*** happened? Foo Fighters fans, <laughs> please retweet and spread the word. There are still fraudsters on Instagram of fake ban- band member profiles trying to sell tickets to non-existent meet and greets. What's that? Uh, the real band hey, members will never sell such a thing. Don't send any money to any of these What profiles.
8: the hell are you doing?
1: Okay. Uh, by the way, they have a pop-up event that's going to take place on Sunday ahead of their Cam Jam Festival later this fall. Did you say a Pop-Tart event? Uh, no, a pop-up. Oh. Uh,
3: the event. I would go to a Pop-Tart event. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay, write that down. I'm the writing a Pop-Tart it down tart event. event. Yep.
2: A pop-up Pop-Tart? Yep. Short. Short.
5: I love event. Pop-Tarts. Okay. Can you still light them on fire? Like They're, they're flammable, right? I think so. Okay. Not only that, they float. I know the Cheetos,
1: or I mean uh, Doritos, you can definitely <laughs> I thought it was Fritos.
5: I think it's Cheetos. I think it's uh,
1: Zeppelins.
2: I think we need to light food on fire next Yeah,
3: okay. Like oh, by the way. <laughs> the
6: way you think.
3: Uh, we need, we're doing a new science day. Lighting. Food, Just lighting, food on fire. food yeah. version, Food uh, version.
1: By the way, the pop-up event will be free, and it'll be held at the Hollywood Palladium in Los Angeles from uh, 3 to 7 p.m. with the foods. <laughs> allegedly performing on... Under- you all like Pop-Tarts! <laughs> Performing under the name Holy S. That's their their band. Uh, And then finally, Slash has confirmed that Axl Rose is planning a material to draw from for a possible new Guns N' Roses album. Wow. He said that the current Guns reunion has gone so well that it could result in new music. He said, I think that uh, we're going to go well on into the future. I mean, Axl's got a ton of stuff. That he recorded already, so we're going to get in there and just start getting into that thing. Getting and all up in that. Then if we do a record and then do a tour, I could see that cycle going on endlessly. Casey, Marissa just handed me some Pop-Tarts and a lighter. Right. i kid you not i can't light this in rodney's here by the way no. rodney would freak he's a firefighter out. He'll put it out. Yeah. when well, that...
3: they train when they train to go into real fire situations they, they set the house yeah. on fire with pop tart
6: exactly
1: yeah. no i can't do it because uh it could the uh, smoke detectors uh, yeah, would go could off trigger
4: the uh, the yeah. sprinkler system and fine i'll just that have might eat be those. a bad day here you go case thank you there's your pop you what, what flavor is uh, it what flavor do you like I, is that a fruit flavor? Yeah.
3: I'm not a fan of the fruit flavor. Mm. Stop it. I like the. No, I actually do like the blueberry. Blueberry's my favorite. Yes, blueberry. thank you. Wait, what? It's Blueberry's
1: blueberry. my
3: favorite. Did we just become best friends?
0: <laughs> what? Did we just become best friends? Yep.
3: Cinnamon frosting, Steve. Okay. What's your favorite dinosaur? <laughs> Velociraptor. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite non porn music to pleasure yourself to? Good, Good housekeeping. If you were a chick, what guy would you want to make love to? John, John Samos. Yeah, we are best friends. Yeah, we are. Best
2: Can you just break off a piece and light that on fire?
3: No, I'm not. No, we don't. We can't. Do it. it's, it's the, the fire smoke. is the problem, not the Pop-Tart.
1: It's, no, it's, it's, will the, sm- p- it's p- the smoke.
2: Look, how are Marissa and I okay with this and you guys are not? Yeah,
1: this might be a first ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. what yeah. flavor is it,
4: Casey? It is strawberry. It's All strawberry. right. Give me a little bit. All, All, right. All, right.
3: All right. I'll break Sorry, off a I piece awesome.
4: and eat it. I'll have All a little right. piece. And,
3: you know what you do? Do, do, uh, do uh, like a bird feeding a baby. Chew it up and spit it in your
5: mouth. Are there two in there or just one? There's two. Two. What do you think? You want some too? Yeah. I'm not
1: sharing
3: sure. it with
5: you.
3: Why? Because I already shared Let something. me ask That's you guys nasty. here. Do you do you no. more often? Do you ever no. eat Pop-Tarts actually toasted? I always eat them no. raw. Uh,
4: yeah, not I the like fruit grossing. ones. Fruit ones I just eat plain old plain. Uh, but the s'mores one, you have to toast. Them. Here's a jump. jump. It's an awesome one. You can
1: grab them and go, <laughs> or but grab it, them and but stay. It, no, but if you take the time to toast them,
3: um, they're good. It's worthwhile. So coming back time. From, from our twelve seconds it takes. T- so <laughs> take twelve seconds, <laughs> take a couple minutes. It takes the time to I, toast. I use a double broiler when I prepare my pop tarts. Which one of these do you want, Kath?
6: I, I don't want one.
3: So Preston, when I was coming back from the uh, uh, from the uh, cardboard <laughs> classic on my eight hour trip back, mm-hmm. I, I lived on two packets of um, <laughs> pop tarts. Nice throw, Romano.
2: Sorry.
11: He's <laughs> going oh, into the ceiling. I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs>
3: Oh my God! It's like I Stephen was Hawking. To, it like, it throwing out the first and... pitch. <laughs>
2: That's pretty accurate.
3: <laughs> Look at how to up. We're still what on air.
2: What are we talking about? Oh my
1: God! Yeah, it's almost eleven o'clock. Um, I Pierre was on. all right. Uh, maybe new music from Guns N' Roses down the road. That's it. Oh, That's okay. what happened to music uh, news, news. We're gonna take a
0: break. WMMR's live stream. Our daily programming available anytime, anywhere on your desktop, tablet, smartphone, or open the new MMR skill with Alexa. Great sound quality and the occasional bonus song. Nice.
1: Bob Marley, ninety-three-three
3: WMMR. Pride of Delaware. <laughs> Absolutely, man. That Delaware sound is undeniable. <laughs>
1: It's amazing, but it's true. Apparently, Bob lived in Delaware. All right, anyway, 1057 uh, with the President of the Steve Show on a Friday morning. About ready to wrap the whole shebang up. I want to thank our guest today. Uh, Deborah Messing,
3: it was nice to talk to her, but yes. we had uh, about
1: a five-second delay. She just time. heard
3: your last comment about ten seconds ago. <laughs> we asked
1: a question, uh, but she has a movie called Searching in theaters nationwide Friday, August 31st, uh, so next week. Uh, Ian Bag was here this yeah. morning, and he's going to be at Punchline tonight and tomorrow at 7.30 and 9.45 is when the show's on. You can go to punchlinefilly.com. Played hockey, play hockey with a chimp. It was amazing. And how incredible was Dan Soder this yeah, morning? Yeah. Uh, he's... Good. Awesome, and uh, he's at Helium tonight and tomorrow, seven thirty and ten p.m. is when those shows will run, respectively. Uh, Pierre Robert is in our studio, and uh good to
11: see you, sir. Good. It's time for the vinyl cut now. It is, I know. As we uh, get uh, ready to wrap it up and send it over to Brent Porsche, filling in for Jackson today. Yeah who will have one more pair of Shinedown tickets and announce the grand prize winner who gets to go meet Shinedown That's backstage cool. on Sunday in yet another MMR 50th anniversary concert event with Shinedown and Red Sun Rising and Godsmack. Thank you very much, uh, and you have a great day with Brent. He's coming up next. <laughs> Good night.
3: Yeah, it, it makes us feel bit. terrible because we go out there, and Pierre's sitting around waiting for hours and hours. It's such hours. a clock watcher. Oh, dear and God. And there he is.
11: He's like, You know, I've tried to teach Lord. you kids about time. Okay, I've tried to teach you the value of staying on time, but what do you do? You eat effing Pop-Tarts. I know. It's a sickness. You know how many
3: people in China would love, how, li- how many little kids in China would love a Pop Tart? Exactly. And I think, like Kathy, you should have lit it on fire. <laughs>
2: yeah. Wow.
11: Absolutely, you should have lit it on fire. It
2: would have been fine.
11: Wow, I don't see you any problem. Let's with do it. it on your show. Okay. Yeah. You don't <laughs> have not? a history with things no, catching you're <laughs> on fire in the studio. You, I don't. You, you've ignited your share boards. <laughs> I have not ignited anything. <laughs> However, I have. Uh, I've put us off the air two different times uh, by spilling coffee into the compound. So yeah. it was never pastry
3: related. No, it was never. <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. Yeah,
11: <laughs> I've got that going
3: for me. Yeah, you do. By Which the way, nice. I I love your your Pierre pancake shirt. Oh yeah, uh, from the I election. Would love, I would love to get one. Okay. Are they are they still available anywhere or like no. uh,
11: okay? But um, I'll see if I can find one in the stash for you. It is awesome. I, I need a President Steve shirt for the election in 2016. Uh, all of us had uh, t-shirts. So there was a Bam Bam for President. There was yeah. a President Steve, a Pierre and Pancake, and a Jackson and Sarah. Yeah, uh, they were great. Were yeah, they I were fun. We shirts. did a picture with all of us in our various shirts, which was fun. So. It looks great. Yeah. yeah, it's a good campaign. Good. Well, and uh, Jackson's next. All right. Oh, wait. It's time
1: for <laughs> letter of the the Bam
0: Bam. <laughs>
11: Let's do the letter. It's, you call it Friday night.
0: Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter.
1: All right. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. Yes, as in synchronicity. Ah, very good. The police. All right. And we have uh, a prize to give away. We'll take call number 8 at 215-263-WMMR. And uh, see if we can get a winner. Nick, do me a favor. The second text down, can you check on the validity of that, please? Yes. It might be breaking news. It might not. Yeah, I don't know I'm
2: looking at it, too. If it's
1: real or not. But are, Do you see it online?
2: Um, so it's not in many places, uh, but it is uh, more than the curve has a live feed right now.
1: Okay. Apparently, Ikea is on fire.
4: Oh, no. Or
1: there is a fire is a at fire. Ikea. I don't yeah. want to say the whole in, It's in a, gigantic.
3: Plymouth meeting? Yeah, yes. That's okay. the only one around here. Yeah. Yep. So mm-hmm.
5: I was there earlier today. Yes, you were. So, but it's not my fault. No. Okay. Uh, we may village. want to look you,
3: into that. You were near it. You were not no, yeah. near there. I drove past In there. and around that Twice. area. All right, we'll I'm, check it watching,
2: out. I'm watching the feed, and all you see is a, a little bit of smoke. It's not like the whole thing oh, is engulfed. No, okay. All right.
1: Um, let me see right, what's right. up on uh, today's program, Pierre.
11: Thank you for asking. We'll get into a block. Uh, speaking of the bands, we talked about Shine Down and Godsmack, both on Sunday over in Camden. Uh, we will also get to a block of ELO, Electric Light Orchestra. Will be in town. Uh, Jeff Lynne's uh, one of the of
1: rare concerts that I will be attending. Uh, just because my my hearing, I have an issue, and I have to wear uh, earplugs when I go to concerts. I'm going to ELO tonight. I am not going to miss this. Yeah, and it's their last concert
11: of. The the, uh, of the tour. I did not know yeah, that. So they're wrapping up the tour. I'm going to. Uh, cool. I, I always wanted to see them when they were together. When it says the Jeff Lynn version of ELO, it makes me think that he may be the only member uh, that the other members aren't in it because the way it's it's phrased, however... Well,
3: to be honest, Jeff Lynn is ELO. Correct. Yeah. He surrounded himself with other musicians when they would go and perform, and they're, they're certainly good musicians, but there's a great documentary about Jeff Lynne and he's in his studio there. And you can see he actually goes to a number of the biggest ELO hits and shows how he put them together. He's just a, an amazing genius. So, And that band had such an incredible sound.
11: Well, uh, they, there was a record called El Dorado that they put out, and uh, the cover is uh, Dorothy's uh, red sparkling shoes from the Wizard of Oz, yeah. the red ruby slippers, and um, it's just a magnificent piece of music, uh, and um, so I'm going to play a couple songs from that. Excellent. And, anyway, so we got to do that, and we'll get to a block of 1994, because that's the uh, so, uh, celebration musically for our 50th anniversary we will be doing this weekend and the vinyl cut, so, oh, and I have some Beach Boys for vinyl cut a little bit later. Uh, by request. Hey, so is,
1: is Fire fun. on High on that album that you mentioned? I
11: don't think so. Okay. Uh, this incredible song called Boy Blue. Yes. Um, which used to send me over the stratosphere, and then there was one before it, and I can't remember what it is, but I'll come up with it. I haven't cool. been, it's been a long time since I've listened to it. All
1: right, uh, let's see if we can get a winner. We're looking for caller number eight, and that's Mike. Uh, Mike, you're on the air. Good morning.
9: Hey, good morning, Gadzooks.
1: Gadzooks, buddy. All right, so give me that word, please. The word is Stars. Kaja Goo Goo! He just said, Kaji He did. Uh, Mike, shy,
4: shy, you, shy. you got shy. it right.
1: We have a two-hour axe-throwing experience for ten people in the Philadelphia area's most extreme axe-throwing venue. It's called Choppers Hatchet House in Cherry Hill. So you get and the, the
6: chopper. <laughs>
1: you and the gang get to uh, get together and have a good time. All right, Mike. Awesome! Yeah, it'll be great. Hang on, buddy. We'll get your information, and don't forget, you can visit choppershh.com for more information. Before I thank our sponsors, I want to remind you we have a new. Uh, Daily Rush video up, and it's called Summer Penis Makes Me Feel Fine. (laughs) Wow. It says the noticer noticed that his penis looks bigger in the summertime. I don't remember saying that (laughs) (laughs) much. See, that's what the noticer does. I'm sure that the uh, the tape will tell the truth. Uh, it's brought to you by Punchline of Philly, Fishtown's newest comedy club restaurant and bar. So there's a new video for you to check out this weekend. Uh, thank you to the sponsors of the Preston and Steve Show. It's brought to you today by Dunkin' Donuts, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And the Preston and Steve Show runs on Dunkin'. Also brought to you by Acme, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show. And winner, Airport Parking, the 2017 Reader's Choice Award winner, from the Philadelphia Inquirer. Uh, next week, we'll reset. We have a, uh, a new set of shows to bring out and uh, give to you. We're going to have Bill and Gene Beretta on the program. Yes, Gene uh, is with the Muppets. Yes. And is involved in, what's the movie called? The Puppet? Uh, Happy, Time. Happy Time Murders. Happy Time Murders. Yeah. Uh, and Florentine's going to be in town, so Jim, nice. Jim Florentine's going to stop by. Uh, that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have yourself a wonderful weekend, and uh, we'll do it again next weekend.
4: Bye-bye. Uh-oh. The Breston and Steve Love you, hate you Line.
10: I just, I, don't get it. We're all going straight. How are there so many f***ing accidents on the blue every week? Come on, people. Stop sucking at driving. Next
12: message. Kathy, I love
9: you. Will you marry me?
12: Next message.
9: You know, you get pissed off at all these on the road, and
6: then somebody goes, Oh, you have to calm down. You have wavelength. Like, oh, because they
4: my <laughs> <is> The Preston <laughs> the and Steve Love You Hate You line.
0: Call 484 434 1333 MMR rocks. Brought to you by Delltoyota.com and Dellchevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.